Vino and Rich. Vino's brilliant. Said no one ever. Best of the week. Dude, you're the worst. Yeah, you're a smart guy. Yeah! Covino and Rich. Best of the week. Covino and Rich. Best of the week. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Only on Faction Talk 103. This was the worst experience like I've ever had. This like your 10th L.A. place. This is the worst by far, hands down. I don't know how I'm not in tears right now. If I wasn't delirious and sort of laughing with you right now, I'd be in tears. That's how horrible my day was yesterday. It was Daniel Murphy's Law. It was everything that could have went wrong went wrong. Like, I don't even know where to start to tell you how bad my day was yesterday. You know, and, and I didn't sleep a wink. Maybe an hour and a half to two hours tops. So that's why I, I am delirious. I'm not bored by you. After the show yesterday, after yesterday's show, the move immediately began, right? That's when everything started to happen. I was still packing up, packing up items, boxing my items, right? People pay to get your stuff boxed. I don't do that. I, I'm not wh- on that why? level of thing. Why? Oh, you're going to let why? movers box your stuff? Most That's what of you it. do. Really? You're going to let them box your items? That's where you are. That's the level of life you're at? They box your stuff? Spot just sits there? When I moved, well, the last move I had was a big move. It was cross country. And strictly based on the fact that I wanted someone else to be responsible, I paid people to like pack all my valuables, make sure that, because they, you know, for bigger, I mean, longer moves, I wanted a cross country move. Yeah, but I, I want five minutes away. I know. Right, so you don't. I mean, I'm not fucking. uh, They brought all the the materials and everything to pack all these the plates and the cups and everything, so I didn't have to worry about it breaking. Superstar Johnny Swade. Oh yeah, some sort of movie star who just sits there and they do do everything for me. You can do it. So I boxed my own stuff, but I was still in the process of that yesterday. You know, I was pretty much done, but you always think you're done and you're not. I yeah. I think that I think that you're making it seem like moving is a opulent thing. Like spots right. I mean, if you're moving a town away, I get it, but people use movers. There's a million moving companies. Bro, I know I'm, I have a moving company. You I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I was boxing my own items. I think that's pretty normal. Like certain things, yes, like clothing, certain like pot maybe pots and stuff, but like if you want to have them pack like your bigger furniture, they'll wrap it up. Yeah, your plates, I, I said, they'll make sure yeah, they're laid. They're they laid did out. That. That's what they I put paid that, movers for. They put that foam or like that paper or foam in between, so it doesn't. They put stuff in the box. They have the um, they have like special TV boxes to I, pack. They your did TV. all that. I didn't box okay. my TVs. They did that shit. I was boxing my items. That's what people do. I'm not fucking living the life of uh, John C. Riley. I box my own items. They wrapped my furniture and did all the other shit. That's what I pay movers Roller to do. Roller skating? It's the difference of a few thousand dollars, dude. If you're living the life of fucking uh, Ziff Davis, right, Daddy Stacks, then, yeah, maybe you say, hey, two, $3,000, and they do everything depending on where you're moving and how much stuff you have. Right. Or you box your items like a normal person, and then movers move that shit for you, and they wrap your furniture, they take your stuff I, and do that. I beatbox That's what items. I did. Do you ever think uh you ever think to move room by room? And what I mean by that is you're not moving cross country or even to a, a different city. You really are moving 10 minutes from your previous place. I wonder if you ever thought like, "All right, now it's time to do the kitchen." 
you don't even need to pack them nicely. Just be like, here's everything in the kitchen. Put Scoop in your car. Go to go, yeah. Go to your new place. Put in the kitchen. I wouldn't even pack my clothes. I would take like all your shirts on a hanger, hug them, put them in your back seat. Go to your new place. Put them right in the closet. Like, uh, are you doing those type of shortcuts, or are you actually boxing everything? I mean, I got my keys yesterday, so it would be nice if I had like a week head start to do all that. I got the key to the new place yesterday. That's when you move in. So I didn't have like a fucking week to just like drive and here I'll drop off my fish tank on the way home. I'm getting a hot dog. What do you mean? Yeah, but most I have people one have day to do that stuff. Would you go wiener schnitzel? I'm gonna say. I wonder if most people do have a day. I think a lot of people have an overlap where they yeah. have, they have to bite well, the I mean, bullet and have, be like, I have today, but yesterday was the day the movers were coming. You have multiple days where movers are there, so you're trying to get it all done. Why are you overcomplicating? Like what I'm trying to say. Movers were coming yesterday to move my shit from my apartment to the condo, and you try to make it happen. Mauser, of course, I packed my car with stuff as much as I could. Yeah, I mean, Mauser's saying what I'm saying. He said he once moved a couple miles from where he previously lived, and he he said he boxed nothing. He was pretty much like, all right, let me put my blender, my uh, my coffee maker, and all these things in my car. Run over the house, put that shit in the kitchen. Have a, have Come a back. Clown car like Mr. Bean? What do you not own things? I have a fucking full-on truck full of stuff. Where am I going to put my seventy-five-inch TV on the fucking top of my uh, Civic? Are you serious? Give me a break. I have movers. I'm a normal person. <laughs> so you know, I have to be out of my apartment by two days. So I still have today, but I only had a, a, a day's window to do this. Need a hand? Well, that would have been nice. Well, I'm I free no today. Hand. So yeah, of course I, I need help. I had one person help me. His name's Andy Rivera. He's a listener friend of our show. Great guy. So and that was the other day. Now, I only did that during the walkthrough. So long story short, Do it. and it's the longest story. Everything that went wrong, went wrong. Everything where it's supposed to be exciting and, 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 and a new chapter, and I'm stepping out, <laughs> was the exact opposite. Did you try to hold your mattress, your sleep member mattress, on top of your Civic? I got it. <laughs> I got it. It's on no, Ventura, I, and it's now on Ventura Boulevard. No, but I know I know Mauser did that in his fucking clown car, where he pulled out his uh, mattress, his TV, and everything else. Some uh, homeless man sleeping on a sleep number bed. Yeah, because I'm the only guy that fucking has, hires movers just to move all their furniture and stuff. My, my sleep numbers. <laughs> Mine's seventy five. So. I've you're, never had you're a the point. Of course, I, you know, yesterday I was still just boxing up all my last-minute items. You thought you had it all ready to go, but you don't. So you're boxing it up. You're boxing it up. Movers come. They take your boxes. They wrap your furniture. They take it to wherever you're going. I don't have my movers wrapping my individual items like some other people do because that's a little extravagant and a little much. I'm capable of doing that. So... What I'm not capable of doing is, you know, moving fucking dressers by myself. So movers came to do that. So the movers, I had two choices. Um, actually, I only had one choice. It was like they come while you and I were on the air yesterday or they can come at 3 p.m. So I said, come at 3 p.m. They didn't show up till after 6.30 p.m. yesterday. Whoopsie. Yeah. That's the first. Whoopsie that's the first whoopsie hey, doodle. Three extra hours of packing more stuff. Yeah, but I'm already. You know, most of my boxes are ready to go. Yeah, where are these guys? You know, this is my day. I took off. I'm not on ESPN. This is my day. Let's go. Let's do this. Where are these fucking guys? 
And, you know, I'm calling Boris on the other end. Listen, uh, my men will be there as soon as they can get their long delays. I'm like, yo, that's great. No, man. Lots, but, lots of moving. In you know, we got to get this thing going. I got to fucking move in today. And, you know, I got to get out by tomorrow. This is kind of how it's working here. I don't have this sort of free freedom that everyone else seems to have. I got to gotta get this done. Um, they don't care, right? So whatever that happens, I'm not losing my shit. You know, people are running late. All good. Uh, Gennady and fucking Gennady and Vladi uh, pull up later. Gennady on. and uh, Vladimir, and and I'm not even kidding. One dude is from Ka- Kazakhstan. Shut he up. told me he's like, you know, Triple G. I said, yep, love him. That's my country. I'm like, okay, Borat cool. too, great movie. You know Borat? You uh, see subsequent no, movie film? It's very good. My wife, my wife, my wife. Yeah. Nice. It's the nice. <laughs> I like. I said something really dumb though. <laughs> oh, I, of course you did. I said it's a very small country, isn't it? He's like, no, actually, the biggest, just small population. I was like, oh, sorry. I thought it was like a tiny fucking part of Russia or something. Um, he said it was like one of the biggest in the world, and I was like, well, really? I don't know. I don't, maybe it was a language barrier. Maybe he thought I said, you got a big dick? <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, you, no, I got big dick. Very big dick. The um, biggest in the world. Biggest in the, the world. Biggest, uh, most veiny penis. <laughs> maybe that was a massive veiny penis. I don't penis. know. Kazakhstan? I thought that was a small... I don't know. Didn't you think that was a small place? So anyway, who cares? Of the Russian republics, I think it's pretty big. Yeah, I wasn't trying of to... the oh former Soviet republics... <laughs> Look at it's look huge. at a map of uh look at look at a map of as Spot said the former uh Soviet, Soviet. Republic. Kazakhstan is monstrous. It's bigger than every European Yo. country by far. Yeah, I didn't know place. that. So he tried like to make everyone watch Borat think it's small. Everyone uh misconception because of stupid fucking Borat, so I don't even know how to spell Kazakhstan. There it is. Uh, uh, pleasure, pleasure. Nice to meet you. Let's, let's do this. Kazakhstan is huge. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Kazakhstan <laughs> is the size of Spain, France, Germany, Poland, Italy, and the Ukraine together. Take that part of like Europe, right, Spot? It's and bigger it the than the entire size. Middle East. Yeah, and it's, you know what's funny about it? The only people we know are fucking Gennady Golovkin and Borat. All that fucking <laughs> and, space. Oh, no. We know two people. And Vladi the Mover. And Vladi yeah. the Mover. So I, I just assumed it I'm was more of an small. Uzbekistan kind of guy. So I, I felt so dumb because I like, no, actually the biggest. I'm like, what? Okay. My bad. Off to, off he to goes, bad but, uh, foot. He goes, but very small population. And I was like, oh, well, that, that must be it. So <laughs> dude, I, I, that's can't even, I, meant. I can't even yeah, tell you uh... like, what a nightmare this is. Like so many things happened that I don't even know where to start. So, dude. You know, he's like, would you like to get uh, one more guy or, or just two guys is good? And I'm like, well, you tell me, right? Well, they have to pay. That's, that's, yeah. called, that's well, called money. It's, it's, it's like one, oh, I'm giving you estimates, okay? It's like 115 an hour, minimum three hours. 115 an hour, minimum three hours, right? Depend, if you pay cash, it's 105 an hour, minimum three hours. So I'm like, well, hey, let me know how it's going. I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't, I'm not a mover. I'm just a shaker. Okay, funny man. So. <laughs> Doesn't know Kazakhstan. Thanks for uh, entertaining me here, Rich, because I don't even know like where to go with the story. So be patient. I'd say All your belongings are on Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> oh, I'm getting there. He say, I'd say. They're, they're under the uh, Laurel Canyon overpass. I'd say. 
we're like, it's getting, it's, it's really dark now. You know, it's really fucking dark. And I said, hey, you know. It gets dark early. Yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> we're, I don't know what kind of progress we're making here, man. You know, I'm like, you, what about that third guy? We're like two or three hours in now, right? I'm like, about so wait, third... it's like, it's like nine o'clock now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't even think half the truck's full yet, right? Because we got elevators, uh, you know, up and down. Did you yeah. help? Yeah, I was doing all I can. You remember fucking this guy can't lift a fucking oh, yeah. a thing Back. right now. Should have called right? I could lift a bin full of pillows. I can't do much, right? But I, was, I also I was free last night. But I, I was also night. paying movers to do that. Yeah, so true. you don't want to fucking really help if you're, if you're paying them to do that. So I said, hey, you know, what about that third guy? Oh, it's uh, much too late now for third guy. And I was like, you're, why didn't you tell you're me? The, you're the third guy. I'm like, but what? Why didn't you tell me that? You know, because so you, did offered, you you said, what about the third guy? I said, let me know. I'm asking you about the third guy. Now it's too late for the third guy. But did you agree to the third guy? Or did you no, say? No, I said, let me know where you're at. And if you think the third guy is necessary, we'll do a third guy. I don't know. Whatever's cheaper for me, dude. Whatever's cheaper for me. I don't know. Let's get this done. Let's get cracking. This is your job, not mine. I'm paying you. So... No, it's, it's too late for movers now. It's too late. It's too late. I'm like, well, fuck, man. So now, fast forward as much as I could, there's still a lot of, like, shit left at my apartment. Like, shit that has to just be thrown in a car and, and driven back. And you know what? You know what I forgot? Here's a doozy of, of, of the whole story. This is a doozy. I didn't even get to the meat, but there's here's more? the doozy. I'm going to oh. give you the doozy first. They packed up all the big items, the bins, the boxes, the furniture, right? Wrapped yeah. it up. Dude, I forgot. They left my grill and patio furniture. Oh. So that, how am I going to get that to the house? Hey, I any, mean, any West Coast you, friends could fucking uh, throw this in their car I mean, for me? that grill will fit in the Civic. No, it won't. I don't know how I'm going to do this now. That little boy grill? Yeah. Fit in the Civic. So my little boy grill and my patio furniture was forgotten there and still at my apartment with all the uh, little leftover items. Leave it for the next people. Now, check this out. Trust me. Leave, so, that, leave that for the next here's people. Here's where the story takes a real bad turn because all of this part was stressful, but that's what a move is all about. I'm not breaking the glass. Moves are stressful. It's taking long. I'm counting the hours because I know this is money. I'm like, this sucks. Oh, are you paying them by the hour? I said it three times. The minimum of three hours, 115 or 105 an hour. Wow. Right? So so they were taking their sweet-ass time. Nah, dude, because these guys were already three and a half hours late. It's right? like the guy who gets paid by the mile. I was like, guys, why were you so late? Uh, last job of a big house. There was a major setback. All right, well, you know. I drop chandelier on, some, on Vladi's head. Okay. So get <laughs> this. Big mess. Big mess. So get this, man. <laughs> we... we <clears throat> get to the new place which is about seven minutes down the road right around the corner from where rich and spot live now and i'm you know i'm all excited about the new place but they left it filthy and that's kind of saddening because you know it's not like you're moving into a new apartment and the apartment complex has it ready for you you know and it's just not how it is it's like i moved in and everything's fucking filthy kind of you know, so that's sort of it's, uh, it's someone's it's home. The, it's a difference they, between renting, uh, renting right. a place and buying right. a place. Renting a place, right. you're right. The, the building manager and they they give it to you like, oh look, fresh coat of paint. The carpets yeah. are are shampooed. The floors are waxed. Move into the apartment now. If it's a house, 
you go through closing, you go through your closing with escrow and everything, and they give you the keys. And if you don't point anything out during the final walkthrough, that's it. Like you, you, yeah, as he, is. yeah, and you don't have time. Like you know, hey, the, the place is filthy, guys, and then like, well, you got to get cleaners, you know. I'm like, yeah, and then, you know, because the people before me, they're just trying to get the fuck out too. You know, they're just like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here, dude. They left like their chonies in the drawers. Like they left things there. They were just wanted to get out so fast. Like I don't, I don't know what was going on. They left things behind. It's just you know, so this disappointing. But you know, you still want to be excited about the new place because it's beautiful and the. You know, the vibe of it's very cool, and I'm excited. You know, I'm buying a new place. It's very opulent. Yeah. So I'm there, and now I'm waiting for the movers to arrive because I'm not sitting on their lap in the car. I'm now waiting for them oh, you to don't get wanna, there. You don't want to take the middle seat? Yeah, because since I have to explain how everything works, I, you know, I'm waiting at my place for these guys to arrive. And, dude, that, like, time is flying by. I call them up. I'm like, Boris, where are you at? Oh, you know, he still had a few things to load, and then Take, the elevators, uh, and then, you know, uh, traffic, and, uh, you know, then I had to have a lunch in, you know, in the middle wrong, of the night. Took wrong turn yeah, at Albuquerque. You know, wife brought me stromboli, so, you know, I'd be there in five <laughs> minutes. I'm like, your fucking wife brought you fucking stromboli in the middle of this move? Let's go. This doesn't look like Bismo Beach. Right? Yo, so they start fucking bringing stuff in, Rich, right? And immediately I start noticing, I'm like, why is my couch wet? <laughs> like what is that about? You know, little oh. you know, and that happens in a move. Things start to get nicked and 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 jammed and cracked. And, you know, my my TV stand. I'm like, why is the draw fucking? Why is it all fucked up? Like, why is there a dent on this? Why is my bed frame scuffed? What the fuck? It was one thing. Everything that they brought Wait, in. Poppy peed on your sofa, dude. It was like it was like I hired like the Three Stooges moving company or something, and there was two Stooges that showed up. And you, I'm like, Jordan, yeah, who and you're are the, these? And you're the third, I'm, the third I'm like, Jordan, who are these guys? She's like, they had five-star reviews. I'm like, this is like, this is the worst fucking moving crew I've yeah, ever seen. But those are Kazakhstani stars. Yo, yo, seriously, five <laughs> Kazakhstani stars must be the worst review. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> Number one U.S.-based Kazakhstani moving company on and, planet Earth. And, and yo, That's I'm <laughs> trying so hard. Very small population, yo, just letting you know. I'm, Very I'm a, big place, yo, but look, small population. I'm the kind of guy, guys, that tries to keep his stuff as neat and new as possible. Like, I really take great pride in my belongings. And I told these guys so many times, like, guys, please, like, this is important to me. Like, I listen. Everything's important to everybody. You know, like, shut up. We get it. Like, they didn't want, they didn't want to hear me. Uh-huh. I'm like, guys, that's, that's my, my, my Terminator head. Please be gentle. You know, like, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, let them know what's important to me. Please, thanks for entertaining me, Rich, because this is when it gets really bad. Are you ready? Well, your, your couch is a little wet. Uh, Vladi had caramel macchiato. A little spill. No problem. A little, uh, little uh, washcloth will get that yeah, out. It's, it's no problem. Uh, my friend, my friend, things happen in a move. And I'm like, fuck we, you. Uh, we drop in pool. It's okay. So, dude, like, <laughs> it's really disappointing. Like, every item they brought in, spot, every item they brought in. Was wet? Like, no, it was like, there's, I'm like, what's that? What's that? So we had to take a truck to the car wash. It must leak. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> dude. Oops. And I know. <laughs> hey, man, things, get, things happen in a move, right? Like things, look, put it this way. I've been kicked out of my home. You know, like it, I've had, this, is, this move was more miserable than having to move my stuff out of like you my divorce You live such a sad life. Right? This is how miserable <laughs> things were. So, dude, hold on. It's around 1.30 a.m. right now. What? 1.30 a.m. Remember, this started at 6.30, okay? It's 1.30 a.m., and we're like 
four items in, and all four items that they brought in were like something was wrong with. Yo, I why swear don't to we, God. Uh, why don't we take break, watch Hocus Pocus, Halloween fun, you and me. Halloween. <laughs> and then we watch you know. Beetlejuice, I'm Beetlejuice, like, Beetlejuice. I'm like, what is this? What's this stain on my couch? <laughs> oh, Vladi gets a stromboli from the wife, a little spill. It's all good. You get spawn. I'm like, it, it was like a nightmare, bro. <laughs> And I'm not even kidding you. Like you know, you know, I feel bad. Like Jordan, I don't want to get mad in front of Jordan and and see her like see me get upset and freak oh, out. Boris, wait, 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 hold on, but Boris, are you wearing one yeah. of my jackets? Yes, yes. No. I take. I'm a little chilly, so I take one of your coats. It's fine. It's good. Yeah, exactly. Like oh, Steve's being <laughs> neurotic. Oh no. I mean, you are a little OCD. Yes. About so things. I'm trying to like curb my. Wait my, a second. There's my, a bubble in my table. What did that get there? I'm trying to curb my inner like panics. <laughs> right. I'm like, why is there why is there wood chipped on that on my couch? Oh, that that was there, my friend. That was there. I'm like, no, it wasn't. You jerk off. I know it wasn't, right? Was, so anyway, was uh was Jordan's impression of these folks the same as you? Oh man, yeah, dude. She's like so distraught right now. She's like so overwhelmed and upset. Yeah, 100. percent So mean, it wasn't horrible. just it wasn't just it wasn't just Steve Cavino no, being Steve uh-uh. Cavino. Okay. Nope, horrible experience. And I'll, and I'll begin to tell you. Did they break anything of like? Un- no, ir- irreplaceable value. Uh, well, yes, I'll explain. Oh, okay. Oh. And I'm so sorry. This is a long, drawn-out story. I hope you find my strife entertaining. I understand that. Hey, moves are difficult, and you lose some things in the move, and nothing comes out pristine. Like you know, things get nicked up. I get all that. But it was like, man, we're on a streak here. Like, what's what else is gonna break? Yo, you'll never guess. You know, it broke my spirit. Cause here's what happened. Oh no, <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know, like I'm really trying to like. Um, be excited about it, you yeah, know. Like, yeah, Jordan, and you like, should you be. Know, Jordan, I know the place is filthy, but look how nice it is. I know that this move is terrible, but like, but look at this place. You know, it has so much promise. Is the Terminator head okay? You know, and her and I, her and I had a real serious talk about our future, and like, that was very draining, but very nice. You know, but let's take this in. Let's let's look at this. You know, I shit you not, dude. Some fucking woman in a nightgown. Comes walking to my door, right? In in was this like a tears? Right, like a Halloween scary thing. Some woman in a nightgown. She's like she's looking at me. She goes, "Who's the owner here? Are you the owner?" But there's no way I could have possibly have been the owner. She probably I had to be the movers, right? (laughs) There's no way I was the (laughs) owner. Me, the schoolboy in the school cap. Are you the owner? Like she acted like she was on some sort of like calming medication. I don't know what was going on with her, right? Valium. Valium or something, but ready to crack in, into tears at any moment. Yeah. I'm a single mom, okay? Swear to God, dude. This is my, this is my first night here. We're about a half hour, 40 minutes into this move. It's 1.30 oh. in the morning. Oh, okay. I was going to... So this is, on the, this is the first part of the other This end. is the first introduction to... My new place. Oh, no. Okay? I'm a single mother. All right? Are you the owner? Yeah, ma'am. I'm, I'm, I'm the owner. I'm a single mother. How old, how old do you think she was? Can you, like, this can't happen, okay? This has to stop. I'm like, what? I'm like, man, if we're being too loud, I'm, I'm sorry. We're just trying to, my movers were very late, just trying to get this stuff in. Um, it shouldn't, you know, I'm sorry if we were too loud or something. She fucking sat there, like her hands on her hips, like the biggest like uh, medicated Karen you'd ever met in your life, in oh. a nightgown, 
telling me about her single mom fucking dilemmas. I'm like, yo, I'm a single dad. Fucking suck my balls. Did you say that? No. You should have. But I wanted to. So I was very polite. Very sounds polite. Like the beginning, sounds like the beginning of a really amazing friendship. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> hey, neighbor. <laughs> or how about like, hey, welcome to the fucking complex. <clears throat> how about this as an approach? Not the first words coming out of your mouth. I'm a single mom and your spiel about how I need to stop. Right? How about, hey, guys, I'm so sorry. Uh, I, your congratulations, you're moving in. It's a little loud. It's a week night. And I would have been like, oh, shit, yeah. Man, I didn't even realize it was this late. Hey, Boris and Vladi, can we fucking pipe down on the uh, chatter like, in, in the hallways? Were they like li- li- very loud speaking? No, dude, oh. I didn't even notice it, right? It was unnoticeable to, to me. So I'm like, I can't believe my first night here, this woman comes marching into my kitchen. This is you. And fucking, so you. Yo, and Jordan was like dumbfounded. And I couldn't have been more polite to this. Oh, woman. she just walked in the door? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, right? <laughs> Oh, it doesn't stop. So, no, this Yo. is this is like quintessential. Yeah, I know. Steve Cavino, like I know. Now, listen, it could Dude, be. I'm, I'm the Charlie the Brown of life. Rejects. It could be the Devil's Rejects next door at one of your houses. It could be the neighbor at your other house who would go on your property and steal buckets of water from your faucet. It could be your other apartment where people complained about the noise and your neighbor was a porn star that well spot and I thought that. But, no, but don't you remember? Yeah. When I, don't you remember when I first my very first condo no my townhouse purchase when i when i bought my first guy. property no no dude, i got a letter that said dear friendly neighbor uh uh dear friendly neighbor or something like that friendly like hey you're neighbor. new to the complex keep your music down remember that first week first week there first said, week there dear friendly neighbor can you stop rocking out so hard if you could if you could remember on a flashback friday i read the note on the air in 2004 2005 your friendly neighbor or something like that. Just letting me know that I need to shut the fuck up when I don't think I was doing anything wrong. So, dude, I, I can't even begin to tell you how, you know, how polite I was to this lady. I couldn't have been more polite to this lady. Well, she was, like, sitting in your kitchen? No, she came storming in like a maniac. Like, whoa, like Halloween started early. Like, this crazy lady is telling me about her kid. And I'm like, what the fuck are How you? How old's her kid? Hey, listen. There's, like, an Adam Sandler, like, oh, slow down, Miss Lippy. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, And then she walked away. It's me. Who be Halloween? Right. Like, oh, leave your problems at home. I don't have, you know, I don't want any issues with you. Like, I didn't want any problems with this lady. I apologized. Like, hey, you know. I didn't realize I thought that this was my condo and I bought this. You probably rent, you fucking peasant. Beat it. Be gone is what I wanted to say, but I didn't. I own this place. I'm moving in. Yo, guess what happens? No. So I was so polite. This is around 1.30. one forty-five a.m. Timestamp. Some man comes, starts yelling at me, dude. Yelling at me. Right? I'm like, hold on, Jordan. Jordan Jordan leaves, right? I'm like, hold on, Jordan. Some fucking guy's being really aggressive with me. What, could, what Sir, what, what is, what's the problem? Wait, so, so now a man shows up? Yeah. He's like, hi, I'm president of the HOA. Oh, this fuck. needs to stop. <laughs> this needs to stop. I'm like, hold on, sir. I said, Can, before you get all aggressive with me, my name's Steve. Nice to meet you. I'm the new guy here. Okay. I said, I understand it's late, but I have to get my stuff in because these guys were late. I don't know what you want me to do. Yo, this guy was going a mile a minute how unacceptable. I need to stop. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. I'm like, I'm not shutting it down. I don't know what you want from me. 
right? I said, but I got to say, this is not the way. I mean, this is how you're Hi, Cynthia. welcoming me on my first night here. I said, you think this woman is acting rational? He goes, that's not the point. This is unacceptable, right? I'm like, hold on, dude. I'm like, what's your name? Fred, president of the HOA. I'm like, Fred. You got new character for Kavito and Rich, Fred, the Hold new on. character that we were. Fred, oh, you're gonna hear, we're gonna be hearing lots about Fred if he's the president yeah. of the HOA. You think it get? You think I'm done? Yeah, I'm not done. By the way, you said you, you're very defensive right off the bat. What? I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm moving into my home. I'm having strangers you just told yell at Fred me. to back off, dude. This guy was yelling at me. I'm like, you're being a little aggressive, man. He's like, what do you want? So, he goes, I got this woman pounding on my door at 1.30 in the morning. So, so single crazy mo- lady. Single mom Karen. Yeah. Went to, went Fred, to Fred's the president door. of the HOA. These hooligans. I said, I don't need this woman yelling at me like I'm a schoolboy. I said, I'm a 45-year-old man. I own this place. So, you know what he said to me? He goes, I don't know anything about this. Did you close on escrow? I'm like, yeah, I did. I, I own this place. It's my place. He goes, no one told me. I'm like, well, that's not my problem. I said, I bought this place. I have the keys. I have the paperwork. He goes, the guy that he was talking about, the guy that lived there before, he still owes me money. And I'm like, well, not my problem. Fred, you're taking all your aggressions out on me now. Take a hike. You too. Beat it. You and that crazy woman, beat it. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, right? So you have my I mean, This whoa, is my whoa, first whoa. night. Uh, oh, this is oh, so great. No. no, it was really awkward, dude. Because I'm like, is, is it, it was, was being in an HOA part of get, buying this place? Like is that part of the it's deal? A, it's a con. It's a condo complex. Like, I don't but, know how that people, works. All right, so I own this condo. You right? own it, but you. But still there's have people to... there that also rent from the owners, right? So this crazy woman probably rents from somebody. So you have nothing to do with the HOA. Yeah, I pay them a monthly oh, fee. Okay. I mean, That's you right. pay yeah. them an yeah. exorbitant always, amount of money. I, in, in, that, in, that, uh, in that complex yeah. spot, there's probably a split of people that own their units and people that rent their units, but they're all part of the HOA. You could either like he's he's insinuating this woman probably rents from someone that owns that unit. Cavino now owns his unit, right? Right, and you know this woman apparently lives directly beneath me. So this is fantastic, great news. So <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe Jordan. Like, can you believe this? Like, Jordan was on the phone at this point because she left to get more stuff, and I was waiting there. So I'm like, I can't even believe this is happening. My first night here, like, and I'm very calm about it. Like, I'm because I'm sort of delirious and I'm in zombie mode. Now, I'm not done. It gets worse. Oh, there's more. By the way, can I can I just say? Can I just oh, say? I, I gotta say something. I gotta say something. This is fantastic. Yeah. I I. By the way, Rich, I I want you to know something. I'm not telling this story to say that I'm in the right. No, I love this, this is story. a sequence of events. That I was sort of not in control of, all right? These guys were right, late. Right. I was getting a late start. I get it. They, maybe they were loud. Hey, man, I apologize. We're just trying to move in. You know, I'm not saying I'm in the right. I'm saying I'm being treated pretty unfairly right now. Yeah, it's like you- I just want to apologize. I just want to apologize yeah. for insinuating that you were lackluster to start the show. I, I, and now that I'm hearing what you oh, went through, we're only, up to, we're only up to 1.30 in the morning. So I, I'm, I can only imagine how tired you are. So you know what? Proceed with like, the chlorophyll. Yeah. And, I, and I, I loved your like, story. I, I wanted you to fill me in on the game. Like if, if I heard like a huge racket upstairs, right, in my Bro, apartment building. You know, you, know how, you know how thin my floors and walls here are here. If I heard a huge racket, I'm like, 
what the fuck is happening? I said, and then I went, and then I went outside and I saw people carrying in a couch. I'd be like, oh, okay, there's new people moving in. I'd understand that. I would hate it for a night. Yeah, but I would just make the assumption it's that exception. someone was moving in. It's an exception. Now, when you live in an apartment complex, you have to understand these things are are, are going to happen. If you go in your elevator and there's pads on the wall and there's trucks and blocking your parking garage, you don't love it. But it's part of the process, and especially yeah, guys if you live in a condo, in. if you live in a condo or an apartment complex or some type of community where there's shared space, it's part of what it is. There are days where I'm like, right. eh, I guess I'll take the stairs, or yeah, Sarah, can you see if someone can move the moving truck? It's slightly part, it's blocking our parking spot. Or th- these type of things happen, and I would never, Kavino, just let you know. I, I know there's probably more to the story, and I can't wait. But let me tell you, no matter what the circumstance, I would never. Knock on a door or go to a new person moving in with a with a sour attitude about even if it was my in the hands middle on my of the hips. night if, if they were in the middle if they were moving in the middle of the night, know what I would assume? Something got delayed or they're moving from somewhere far away or something happened because they wouldn't schedule a one in the morning move, but clearly this woman is a maniac. You move one time. What does she think? So it's I, gonna be a regular thing? You fucking yeah, bite so your I was, tongue. I was telling Fred. Hey man, I think she's being a little irrational. I I'm, I'm, I already calmly told her I apologize that we're gonna keep it down. You know, we got delayed, and you know he was basically saying not my problem kind of thing, unacceptable. Like he was very aggressive at this point, right? And I sort of gave him the guilt trip about, like, you know, I don't think your 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 approach is 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 okay in this scenario. This woman How is, old is out of line. Uh... How old is Fred? Probably, probably younger than me. He looks like a fucking loser. I don't know. So he's probably younger than me, but he looks like he's 65. No, he looks like he's about 45 to 48, right? So then he tries to pull like, oh, well, I'm Fred. Now, you know, I'm the guy. If you're going to need anything here, let me know. But you got to keep it. You got you to gotta stop it. Put an end to it. And I'm like, put an end to it? So now I'm, I'm in a conundrum. Put an end to it. We're in the middle of my move. Yeah. Time out. When, we when have Fred barely begun. It, when, 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 Pe- when Fred says, put an end to it, right? Truthfully, isn't Fred. the answer, hey, I got a truck of my stuff. It has nowhere to go. It has to go here. Like, isn't that sort of, isn't that sort yeah, of the, <laughs> like, when, when like you they say, can't, they hey, can't Fred, put it in storage for the night. Hey, uh, hey, shut this down. What does Fred expect Cavino to do? Because frankly, if there is a moving truck of stuff, that is now in front of his new place that's going to be, you know, there's going to be a few trips in and out to bring this stuff up to your place. Does, when Fred says shut it down, what does he think you're going to do? Be like, okay, Fred, let me just, like, let the moving truck sit in the street? Like, what does he think you're going to do? Have him do it in the morning, yeah. Very, like, like he was, like, fucking running shit. I'm like, yeah, all right, you're the HOA president. Good. <laughs> nice to meet you, Mr. President. <laughs> not, I mean, did you say? Did you say, not my president? No, you know what I wanted to say? <laughs> hey, as HOA president, you want to paint the outside of my door and fucking clean the pool area? It looks like shit. People that deal with an HOA are laughing right now because they know how annoying HOAs are. And by the way, I'm moving from a place where there's like 80 units. I, I'm moving from an apartment building, but this is a condominium complex. There's only 40 units, right? I don't so, use them. Right. There's not a lot of people, a lot of riffraff or, you know, in and out. This is an exception. The new dude's moving in. Like you said, it's not every night thing. It's not like I'm fucking came here uh, with my boombox and I'm partying. Yeah, I plan on moving couches every night at one thirty. 
So, you know, now it's like a matter of, I'm telling Vladi and fucking Boris, like, they're telling me to shut it down, guys. You got you to either be quiet. I don't know what's going on. Now he, this guy's on the phone. Fred's in the hallway on the phone, like doing his fucking HOA thing. He's like, oh, what is going on? These guys are moving in. And then guess what's happening downstairs? Oh, there's more. This fucking woman in her nightgown is fucking screaming to the police. I'm like, Jordan, this woman's calling the police on me. Yo, she's calling the police on me. <laughs> no, about, no, 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 I no. Swear no, to God, no, dude. No, no. Swear to God. She's calling and Fred's like, look, oh, oh, you gotta stop. Cause fucking Karen. Is fucking calling the police on me, dude. I'm oh, speechless. No. Calling <laughs> the police. Yo, th- this went from night. This, and hold on. This I went go from into me the, feeling. I go into the hallway and I'm hearing like, and he's being so loud. It's unacceptable. I'm a single mother and Man. he won't stop. And they mom. won't stop. And then you gotta come. Like she's on the phone with the police. And Fred's like, she's called the police. Look what you did, you little jerk. And I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, yo, I swear to God, Rich, I swear to God I'm not exaggerating. I swear to God. I wish I was exaggerating. At first, at first, at first, I was like, yo, this is fucking hilarious. Typical Steve Cavino. I I relish in these stories of your, you know, inconveniences. I, I never wish bad on you, but your inconveniences make me laugh. This, I no longer am laughing. I'm laughing because the story's funny, but... Yo, this is a fucking nightmare. You don't deserve this. No one deserves this. But this is the last thing you need. When you and but Jordan dude, are, are starting a fresh with your uh, situation and you're making positive steps, you get a new place, you do all this. What a fucking greeting on day on. one. Let me, let, me, let me explain this, too. You know oh, when you're so tired, right? Uh, like everything's hazy and you feel yeah. like you're dreaming yeah. like that? Yeah. Like some, what is, oh, they're calling a police on me? Is this real right now? You know, please like tell me you got yelling please, at me. I'm like, please, please tell me you got tased. No, I'm like, what is going on? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at Jordan. Don't tase me, bro. Yo. Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> yeah, like Jordan's like, they're calling the police. Just, what? I was just trying to move. I was just moving. Like, unacceptable. Like, my first night. Like, my first. I'm not even there yet. Like, I'm moving in. Right, I'm like, I understand. It's late. He's like, look, man, you, it's late. He goes, you know, think of the people here. They're thinking you don't give a fuck. I'm like, well, you know what? You know, finally, I, I, I don't want to skip too much longer. He he comes back like, oh my, oh my god, fucking Fred again. He comes huh. back like maybe 15 minutes later. So now I lost like all this time because the guys are on the phone with their boss. Like, can we shut down and come back in the morning? You know what they said? Yeah. Stay there for the night, but he's going to have to pay $300 for a local hotel. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not paying for Boris and Vladi to fucking have a slumber party. Send him to the uh, 777 Hotel in Sepulveda. <laughs> yeah. That's and so what you're saying. So what you're saying. So what you're saying is you, Jordan, and Vladi and Boris had a sleepover. <laughs> yeah. Well, practically, oh, wait better. till you hear the story. I'm not done. <laughs> oh. So my only option here, because the, the fucking guy at the, back at the office, the, the main boss, right? Yeah. yeah uh, um, his name is... Um, What's his name? Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> Nikolai. Nikolai. Nikolai is like, sure, $300 extra. You spend night, do it in the morning. Right? Because he was saying, actually, at first he was saying, no, we have work to do in the morning. We're unloading. You know, we were running late. We're unloading. We got to get the shit out. And I'm like, they're not letting me. So I'm losing all this time, okay? Fred comes back. I'm like, what now? He's like, listen. 
get it done, but put everything in the living room. Don't be bringing stuff into the other rooms and unpacking. Just bring it in. So this guy's like telling me what to do. It's like annoying, but I'm like, I am trying to get my stuff in, you know, because I don't want Vladi and fucking Boris to take off with all my belongings in their truck. I don't know these fucking guys, right? Now, now they're going to like leave with my stuff in the car. Like that's not a safe scenario. No fucking way. So I'm trying to get them to get my stuff in. So he's like, just put it all in the living room. Don't worry about moving stuff. I'm like, all right, deal. Vladi, Boris, be, let's be quiet. And even Vladi, like, your neighbor's very, un, very difficult. This is unacceptable. <laughs> and I'm like, I Yo, know. You said it, Vladi. You said it, my bro. <laughs> so now we're tiptoeing around. It's not very Every, nice. Everybody's tiptoeing around, tiptoeing around. Dude, let me tell you, because we had a tiptoe around, Fred came back one more time. He's like, listen, two more people complained. This it's got to stop, guys. It's got to stop. What is this building yeah. you've moved it's into? It's got to stop. I'm like, again? <laughs> Dude, I look at Jordan, and I'm like, is this really happening? Is this really happening, or am I having a nightmare right now? Because I'm about to tell Fred. The, now Jordan's like, sir, is there anything I could do? Right? I, I, can, you, can I write apology notes that this is an exception, and, and you could hand them out to whoever complained? Like, they need to understand this is out of our hands, and we're trying to move our stuff in. I, un- I understand it's late, and this is unacceptable to the building code but this is an an exception right now we're not trying to upset anybody you know we're just trying to move the stuff in he's like you know he, oh 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 because people are probably bothering him now so it's his problem you know i can't have this in the middle of the night i can't have this i'm like yo fred you need to chill what do i owe you man i, I you, you don't owe me anything it's just it's got to stop boris comes back 15 more minutes 15 more minutes was like another hour and 15 minutes you know it wasn't 15 minutes Long story short, dude, 4 a.m., the guys are still moving stuff in. Are you kidding right? me? So the, their last like part of the job was to like just at least put my bed frames together, you know? So I guess they fucking did it a little too loud, right? Because they were tiptoeing. Like, like these poor guys are fucking tiptoeing around. Last thing. They're trying to do is right. Like, oh, oh guys, no. guys, oh, guys, guys! No. So you got to screw it in. You what? you can't do that. And then I hear don't 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 don't. Someone's banging on my fucking ceiling. Fucking Karen oh, from downstairs yeah. is telling me, "Yo, how could you be doing that now?" <laughs> what were they doing? Banging on my on my. No, thing. what was what was? The, oh, you know, instead of like together the bed, they were my bed. The bed frame oh. with like, that's part of their job. You don't need disassemble, reassemble. Oh. So I'm like, yo, just please screw it in. Sure enough, Fred comes back again. He's like, guys, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, yo, we're done. Fred, leave. Leave me alone. You know, I'm not saying that, but that's how I'm feeling. I'm like, I'm I'm fucking paying these dudes. It's over. You've made this horrible experience for me. I don't care that Karen is ruining your night. You're ruining my experience. You know, like three people like guys. Yo, and then, yo, want to hear the tipper of the story? Just when you thought everything else couldn't go worse, right? Or this is the worst fucking experience. Everyone in the complex hates me now. All I wanted to do is get all my stuff in. Now I can't even, like, assemble the things. I have a job half-ass done now that I'm paying for. It's gone, like, fucking over 10 hours plus overtime. I didn't know about that. Yo, when they're fucking, like, wrapping up their stuff, all their plastic and all their blankets and everything, fucking Vladi does a fucking a flagrant move with, with his arm and he cracks my chandelier. <gasps> Ksh, 
I'm like, oh my god. Like how much? And of I look, it? I look at Jordan. I'm like, are we? Are we? Is this real life? How much of it? Is this real life? Like right the now? whole, like the whole big thing. Not, not the dang, like the dining one. Oh, imagine a, a dining room table. It's you know, it's kind yeah, of yeah, at yeah. a lower I, level. I'm thinking of the because Cavino has this not the opulent, big one. opulent, but still floor to ceiling my, my, chandelier. Yo, he's like, how much it cost? I'm like, how the fuck do I know? I just, I just move. You, I'm moving in here. You think I know how much that costs? What the fuck? Yo, bro, they left at 4 a.m. By the time I was able to fucking finally wind down, you know, the sun was coming up. And here I am today to tell the story. And I'm still not done with the little stuff at my apartment. And I haven't unpacked not one single box because I had to tiptoe around <laughs> my own house on my first night. And I still spot, I need one. Uh, can you help me uh, I'll put d- together the hemnes? That's uh, all I need. Yeah, I'll give you whatever the you need. The hemnes. You, you have me the rest of the no, day. No, the bed, the bed. Yeah, you have me the rest of the day. Because they couldn't even put the fucking bed together because this bitch was fucking knocking on my you ceiling. You have me the whole day, Kavir. Yo, so you I believe that? yours Yo. for the whole and, day. And, and you know what? I woke up today, and I'm like, I can't believe that shit happened. I got an hour and a half sleep, and that was really my story. That was my welcome to the brand new place that I was supposed to be excited to be in. And I am excited because it's beautiful, and I'm going to make it dope. But, man, like everything. I, I'm sure Jordan's going to hit me up and be like, you forgot this. I'm sure there's some shit I forgot. It was the longest night of my life. This it was fucking horrible. Let me tell you. Horrible. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, it was a nightmare, dude. In my New York place, I remember, in my New York place, I lived above someone that was just like this. You're in for a treat, let me tell you. Fuck her. Any sort of I don't give a fuck. heavy walking, any sort of groups of people, any sort of loud music, you are in for a treat. I remember I moved in. I had just moved in, and I was putting together furniture. And this was in the middle of the day on a Saturday. Yeah. On a Saturday. Yeah. And the guy comes up and is, you know, knocking on my door. Yeah, fuck like, off. Uh, how, how much longer is this noise going to be going on? You believe um, this shit? Downstairs. Yeah. You know? That's horseshit spot. And By the way, it. Justice, that guy ended up getting evicted. So maybe that'll happen to you. Did, uh, did, did you know if the woman downstairs, does she, uh, does she have any kids? Yeah, exactly. Single mom. I'm a single mother. Hey, um. Rich, you go to the phones that, and the feedback because uh, I got to take this phone call. I'm yeah, serious. I, it has to do with my house. Hold on. Well, hey, it's me, Mars. You, I know oh, it's, it's the building no, it's thing. Fre- uh, it's Fred. It's Fred. The, the, it's Fred. The uh, homeowner, the HOA had a vote, and uh, you're out. <laughs> they can't do I, that, can but, they? I, How does that work? If, you're, if you own a place and there's an HOA involved, they can't like vote you out of your own place, can they? Yeah, we voted, and Karen, <laughs> Karen just counted the final vote. You're, uh, we've decided you're evicted. Yeah, but I just bought the place. I, I closed yesterday. Yeah, grand opening, grand closing. Bye. Yo, Spot, this could only, this is the type of thing that only happens to Cavino. Jeff hit us up and he said, oh, it's at first, so Cavino. At first, so at first Jeff said, uh, Jeff hit us up saying, where is it? Hold on. He goes, Jesus, Cavino. You're so salty today. Cheer up. It could be worse. And then that was at the beginning of the story. He then texted 20 minutes later. and He goes, I take everything I said back. <laughs> so that was a hell of a story. So let's see. Matt wants to know, this moving company, Are they? what moving company sends someone at, after 6 p.m. and has them working till 4 in the morning? This is like a bootleg operation, it seems. Okay. Yeah, this does this this sounds shady to me. Yo, man, this was the worst experience, honestly, of my life. Where it's if you don't laugh, By you the cry. Way. Like I'm like Jordan, is this really happening right now? And for her to have gone through that with me again, just another, 
Uh, I hope Jordan a bonding event, I guess, because I, it, it, we should have cried together. Like, did we do the right thing? This I, is horrible. I hope she goes all Karen on like their Yelp reviews. Well, and let's and lets the world know. Remember, I gave some weird analogy yesterday about the more you try, the more you sink. This the quicksand analogy. It, what, what foreshadowing? <laughs> no, but like the nicer I am, like the more like everyone's yelling at me, and it's like, yo, whoa, whoa, hold on, because I'm about to tell you to all go fuck yourselves. You know what I mean? Like, if this woman comes at me again. Oh, she's going to. Yeah, but I'm saying, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Because Can here I am you? being nice and polite. She's calling the police. <clears throat> dude, hold on. Put that in perspective. How old's her she kid? was calling the police on me, dude. I was waiting for Sting to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Every breath you take. No, come hey. on. It would be... Uh... I just... And I, and I can't believe it, man. And I'm sure I forgot some stuff. But that's that's my story. You know? And Hey... Oh, and you know, nothing couple, was right. Uh, like, you know, it isn't there. They don't have um, what's it called? Where you plug a ca- uh, like an internet cable into? Not an Ethernet. It starts with an O. Oculent, opulent, oculent. What's it called? The input, like an internet input, like oh, a cable like input. Like a, ja- a jack? It's called something like an oculent input. There is none. So I'm like, well, where's my internet connection? How am I supposed to fucking connect to the internet? So now I, I, that was Spectrum on the phone because I need it for work. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, and they promised no. me that it was there. And it's not. I have a couple yeah, questions. Sure. Yeah. Um, when you <laughs> when you have a, an HOA, Spot didn't a know couple. the answer, and neither did I. When you have a homeowners association, mm-hmm. could they vote you out and make you sell your place? <laughs> I, I like, think what's, so, what's yeah. the what's the penalty? Like, could they be like, yeah, we're not really well, liking this new guy? I think like, so. Yeah. Clearly, they didn't approve him coming in. So who knows? I think so. I think so. And can you and can you describe for everyone, including me, since I haven't seen it either? Can you describe the layout of your new place? It's a. I, I'm pretty sure you told me it's a three story building, right? Yeah, I'm on the third floor. And You're on the third floor you, of a three story. Yeah. How many units on each? <clears throat> I don't know. There's only like forty units in the building. All right, so you're looking at r- roughly ten ten apartments, yeah. ten condos, was, three there floors, was no thirty going units. on. Rich, there's no ruckus. It was it, everyone was trying to be as quiet as possible. Was there a wild rumpus? There was no wild rumpus. There was no party. You know, honestly, I think if they see this young dude, they think young guy. You know, meanwhile, the guy yelling at me, well, this was probably younger than me. Probably, I'm wearing a baseball cap, and they're probably like, I mean, who, are they, these, who are these hooligans? I mean, they probably thought you were the mover. You know, yeah, it's just honestly disheartening, man. Hey, really amigo. And what's going on here? That's the story. Oh, ah, that's the story. I don't the, know what uh, else to tell you. Let me, let me, one, one last thing also. This is um, fantastic. I'm so sorry. The, I'm so sorry. Yeah, sad. I, really I'm sad. I'm sorry that I'm laughing, but I no, mean, it's funny. You, you I, I was excited laugh. to tell laugh. you. Yeah. Um, what is the makeup of your building? Uh, diversity, age. I mean, is it? Are you? Are you going to be amongst a bunch of Karens and old people that are like, keep it down? Like, or is I mean, it? Are there young about, people? Are there families? But think about where I live. People? I live right by all like the bar scene, and and then you know. But I think it's I think it's a quieter place. But that's fine. No, that's you. Live I'm not a, trying to party. It's a quiet street. Yeah. It's it's a lot of these no, but I'm places right, but I'm and, saying, and condos of, and stuff are quiet. But you you've done walkthroughs. You've been in the building. You met two of your neighbors. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> three of them. What's three the of them complained Fred about and Karen. me. Yeah, three of them. So according to Fred, what is? Yeah, what's what's the story? Is it? Does it seem to be a bunch of uh, uptight people in your building so far? I'm guessing. I mean, how do how do how do I know? I didn't go around and meet the neighbors before I moved in. Let me fucking uh, investigate. You, know, you can't. That you can't. You can't even investigate that information. 
I don't know who lives no, I'm there. Saying you, haven't, a, like, a, you haven't like you haven't visually observed like all right. Every time we've been here, all right, we saw a young couple walk in. All right, we saw an old lady walk in. We saw we you saw some young. G- no, I know there's an old right. woman on my on my floor. By the way, she didn't say anything. You picked a really bad time to take up tap dancing. I know, right? <laughs> hey, now, like I said, I'm not defending that it was late. <laughs> Is there a you clogging know? problem in your in your apartment? I'm not saying I was right either, but I'm telling you, it was out of my hands. Here's where my only options were to let these guys take my stuff. And they weren't able to do that, you know, or, or pay for their hotel. Like, get the fuck out of here. And then, man, when you do the math, you realize how much that move cost. It started at 6. Oh, yeah. It ended at 4 a.m. So 6, ten. 6, that's 6, 4. No, that's 6 and 4, 10, minutes, 10 hours, 10. Whatever. 10 hours times 100. Thousand, plus overtime. 1,000, so like 15. Oh, is it 105? Is it 100 per guy or no? Plus the tip. I'm so not getting into it. I'm just saying. Two you know? grand. I'm just saying. I, I got to pay them for this nightmare? Well, I like mean. These guys. These guys not, they broke your chandelier, so I you're going to charge so them for that, because, right? bad you know, that, look. Right? You charge them for stuff they break, right? I, 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 he wanted to pay. I'm like, how do we get paid? And he was, he was saying he's going to pay me. I'm like, here they are, these hardworking fucking immigrant guys. And I'm going to, like, take their money because they may, had an accident? Like, I can't do this. I, I don't would. know. I would. Spot because I don't know what that's worth. What's that worth? I don't know. Two hundred bucks. Then no, you and get it, a nice chandelier at he, Home Depot for two hundred bucks. That's coming out of their pocket. Like I don't know what to fucking do, man. So like the whole thing sucked, donkey dick. It, and it's really honestly, if I didn't, if I didn't tell you this story, and let you have fun with it, I'd be crying right now. That's how bad it was. Honestly, I'm so send, tired and delirious. I could cry right now. Why don't you send? Uh, this I'm, is I'm, not I'm, even a joke. Uh, yeah. You want a hug? Someone said, I, "Why don't dude, you send them? A, why don't you send them a little care package? Honestly, like send them like a, an edible arrangement or something, or some yeah, meats would, or uh, flowers or something. Like you know, I would take. Jordan said she's going to handle it. I would, otherwise, I oh would tell the fuck off. I would take. Yeah, I would take the high road in this situation because these are people you're going to have to coexist with. It's like be the better person. Send them. Give them a gift basket. Give them a do something like one to Fred oh, and wait, one wait, to your annoying till, downstairs wait, wait till Melody starts doing TikTok dances right above her little kids' room. <gasps> Wait till I'm doing my ESPN show for, oh, live from my bedroom. You know I get amped up for that. Oh, shit. So this one I'm doing uh, the radio show over there. Anytime no, soon. I told him. I said, hey, man, if I have problems working here, I said, we're, it's going to be a problem. You know, I said, I work from home, man. You know, I this is this is it was bad. It was so bad, dude. So fucking bad. And, then, you know, we're tiptoeing around like our own place. Like it's, it was it's sad and annoying. And that's my story. And that's what you get when you live amongst other I, people. I have an idea. Doesn't what? Jordan watch Survivor? Is that, is that am I guessing that oh, wrong? Oh yeah, she loves that show. Well, she knows about alliances. Why don't you try to form alliances in your building right away and then run against Fred for president of the HOA? Steve Cavino, president. For president. Oh, I love that Jordan do that. Not time for that. It's a big right. responsibility. All right, fair Big enough. responsibility. But, um, yeah, man, so that's my story, guys, and I hope you found something. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. Saturday morning, right, Cavino? We get there Friday. No, no, we get there Saturday, yeah. so Sunday Saturday, morning. Yeah. We get word from word. Shannon. Word. Our pal Shannon, Sarah's best buddy. That word up. She used to live there in that town, and I totally forgot that because I like half-ass pay attention. But apparently, Shannon used to live out there when she first moved to L.A. When she first moved to California, she lived with her ex-husband in like the Joshua Tree area. 
So she's like, one of my friends is a yoga instructor. And she's coming over, and we're going to do outdoor yoga in the desert. And I'm like, outdoor yoga in the desert? All right, what time are you doing this? She's like, early in the morning. I go, like, before football early? (laughs) She's like, yeah. (laughs) She's like, yeah, like early. Remember, the games start earlier on the West Coast. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking... I don't know. Fuck it, Shannon. No, no thanks. I my stomach's a little sour from drinking and eating nachos and all spots good cooking. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna take a rest. By the way, it was interesting, Rich. It was interesting to see you on a Sunday morning, pregame, Rich, pacing around endlessly. I'm like, Rich, what are you doing? Is, uh, is everything okay? What's going on? He's like, Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just like you know checking out my bets. He was, he was getting ready to. Notes. He was getting ready to place his bets, and he was just pacing around the entire property. <gasps> Going all over the place so frantically. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. yeah it doesn't sound like fun. Free game rich. I fucking, this is my best week of the year, by the way. I know. Made a lot of money. Congratulations. Spot saw, I was like, spot. Cross your fingers. We're about to win a lot of money. Um, so Shannon invites her friend to do the yoga, Kavino, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to pass on the yoga. And then Shannon's friend shows up. And truth be told, she fucking was like good looking. And creepo. She had like tight yoga pants on and a hot little butt. And I said, you know what? I'll fucking take the yoga class. Let's do it. You creepo. That's a creepy and I, story, bro. I thought you just check out my butt. And I solely did it because I was like, I should probably do some exercise. And plus, uh, whoa, whoa, don't her, her friend's sort of cute. Her friend's sort of cute. So does this guy realize he's on? Does he realize he's on the radio right now? If if this girl Is came, is your wife and, in the and, other room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if this girl came to the yoga class, if this girl came to the yoga class and she was like a mutant, I would have fucking just sat and had a cup of coffee. But the fact that she was like a cute instructor and she's like, all right, we're going to do our yoga class. And it's me, Spot, his wife, Shannon, and we had the little yoga mats out. I was like, all right, I'll do it because she's got a cute butt in yoga pants. I solely Jeez. did the class, Spot. I solely did the class because she was attractive, which proves that... It's a fact that at yoga studios, CrossFit, gyms, boxing classes, whatever people take, if you don't think having good-looking instructors or a good-looking girl at the front desk or the ripped guy uh, being the trainer, if you don't think that makes a difference, Kavino, you're out of your mind. Because if you think I'm the only person that opted for or against a class based on looks, you're out of your mind. Look at Peloton. Look at my Peloton, right? You have the There's... gay instructor that you follow. Yeah, what's what his name? Uh, but, but Cody Rigsby. Uh, co- yeah. Cody uh, Digsby. So you Cody ride Digsby. with him because he's hot? I, I mean, ride I'm with sure him he is to I, some. I, I, I ride with him because he's he's funny, and he he puts me in a good mood with like his cheesy, corny gayness. For but, the record... I if mean, you look some at people who may be I, confused. I'm only saying that because Rich is a heterosexual male. So it doesn't go with what you're saying. But if you look at who else I ride with other than Cody Rigsby on Peloton, if people love Peloton or have one, Emma Lovewell, Olivia Amato. And it's no surprise, Kavino, that the fucking hot girl and the good-looking guy have by far the most rides on their Peloton screens. Does well, that surprise you in any way? Does it surprise you in any way that the Peloton instructor with a big team hanging out? Maybe I'll do out? yoga for my back and stress. Maybe I'll jump into yoga so I can see girls yeah, but, in yoga pants. But but what I'm saying is you don't you you wouldn't I have to think be that's honest, a I'm not opposed fact? to it. 
Um, but you don't, not you don't when think it's that's a complete fact. Yeah, but not when it's your friend's friend and your wife is there. Sorry, but can't get that. It wasn't hitting on her. It was. I wasn't hitting on her. It was more of a like, all right, well, she's good looking, so it, you know, I'll be doing yoga with uh, some hot girl stretching. If you flip Which the shoe the, on this story, like, if you if you flip the shoe and you told me the girl and Sarah out said she took a fitness said class she because only she did it handsome, because the, guy was the fucking friend of the crew was handsome and ripped, and I uh, wanted to yeah. watch him the whole time. I would, I would be fucking pissed off. Get a that's what I, that's what bubble I'm butt. Saying. Yeah, not pissed off where I'm like you. It's, yeah, it's I'd be aggravated, but to hear that, it's one thing if you were like, "Yeah, I'll do the yoga." Everyone's doing it, and then like it was a bonus that she was attractive. But I'm it's another. I'm just you, do you, do you know, I'm telling you the truth. Do you not want me to tell you the truth? Your eh, truth. You, know you could tell us the truth, but your truth eh. is is tainted. Yeah, you told us the truth. <laughs> your truth is weird. Um, or, or maybe yeah. No, your truth is honest. But yeah, you can't hate. He told us the truth. Yeah, yeah, you can't hate on you for telling the truth. You know, I mean, she did have a nice bubble butt. She was very attractive. I mean, let's see, Spot. Oh, you want to see her? Yeah, let's yeah. see. All right, I'll play you up. See what's doing. I'll pull, 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 pull it. It's just, it was just, it was like. It's just. I was, like, I, was um, on the fe- I was on the fence, right? So it's like, all right. And Spot could back me up on this because they were like, you're going to do yoga? I'm like, I don't know. He was on the fence with binoculars. I was on the fence. He was like that guy behind the bush. Yeah. He was on the fence fucking peering in to see uh, what was going on before he signed up for the class. How is it any different than going to a gym and choosing a trainer? It's your or friend's a, friend. Is that a friend? I don't. It, it, dude, she, she was, was like there. Not she was there was, not to be fucking uh, gawked at. She was there she to was like there, hang out. With she was pals. there as a no. She wasn't there to hang. She was there as a paid as a paid hire. Oh, man, she's so skinny, Rich. You got you got she interesting had a t- she taste. Had a tight yoga butt though. Yeah, she had a really tight yoga butt. Tight meaning like her butt cheeks were fucking zipped up like a zipper, or no, tight like you know, know like I don't even know what like, that means. Like they're all squished um, and thin looking in no, her. No, pants. no, no. She looks very thin. Now I don't, I don't remember that. All I know is that I was on the <laughs> fence. Remember, I'm looking at a picture. I was on the fence and I said, you know what? All right, I'll do it. Like I, I, I'm just being honest. If she wasn't attractive, I would have said, nah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll sit and have coffee. But I was like, all right, I'll do it. And if you don't think that's the reason why 99% of people take a class or sign up for something in the physical fitness world, you're on drugs. That is the number one lore of why people take certain people's classes and why certain fitness instructors are popular or not. That's a lie. Spot, in your old yoga studio, if you're in your old yoga studio, you're trying to tell me the more attractive people didn't have the more popular classes. It's just life. That's a fact. I took, I'm not I took classes deny. based on the, the hot instructor. I'm I've just done saying that. your story's creepy. Listen I, to I, what I, he I gotta, just said. I got to call. If you're being honest, I got to be honest. I think it's a creepy story. But it's a class setting. It's not like this was a class setting. Friends, she was friends paid. hanging out. She was paid to come there and do a yoga what, class. Like it a, was like she's hiring. Your, she's what, like a friend. prostitute? Would you want to throw st- or like a, a stripper? What do you, what you, what you missing? It wasn't like it wasn't like we did a. It wasn't like we did a. Like a. What's the matter? <laughs> Look behind. What's the matter? <laughs> Look what? behind you. Oh, Sarah's behind me. Oh, hey. <laughs> She's giving you the finger. Yeah, like Sarah's got a <laughs> Sarah's got a, a rumpus to write about. Yeah, she does. And you're worried about. Oh, oh wait, Sarah, leave. No, she leave does again. have a rumpus leave to write the about. Room. Close, close the door. Leave. Come in. Come in and close the door. Oh yeah, leave the room, Sarah. Come on, come in. She's, yeah. close the door. She's got a, a on, rumpus life. for days, and you're fucking talking about come the here. skinny. What? Yeah. I, did, oh, I don't shit. deserve you on the mic. 
And you, you're worried about the skinny yoga ass. It's pathetic. It really is pathetic, man. I'm sorry. I don't understand why I ever get strife in my life when you run such a weird fucking ship of of crazy yeah, ethics. And Sarah wasn't even there, so it's like you were. I would extra, never. I would creepy. never do shit like that, or even say shit like that. And my life is full of fucking hassles. Rich is like beyond absurd. His wife has asked for days, and he's talking about this fucking girl who has a pancake in her pants. I don't get it. You didn't. No, she didn't. Well, dude, based on that picture, she's got fucking banana feet and skinny dude, legs. I'm, her ass can't be all that. All I'm telling you is that we were away. Someone said, hey, I hired a yoga instructor that I used to know to come do a class. Do you guys want to do the class? I hi- it's, it wasn't like, hey, a friend's coming over to hang. It was, I hired a yoga instructor. Didn't do you, you want to take the class? story about like... She used to live there, and she had a yeah, friend. And she took her in. Yeah. She knew her but from the so gym. So now why, like, why is he making it so impersonal all of a sudden? Well, but I mean, she Kavino, did, like... You, you know a guy from the gym, right? Like, when you, when you... Before the pandemic, that would be, like, someone saying, oh, yeah, I know someone from the gym. They know, it, it's someone she knew at the gym. Remember her yeah. ex-husband, Pat? I do. They used to pick his feet on Spot's couch? Pat Minutes, yeah. Yeah, Pat Minutes. Pat Minutes used to go to the gym where she worked. And that's how they were like pals. So, oh, I'm going to be in town. You do freelance yoga classes. She came over, and we did the class. Well, think about Sorry it. Put it in perspective. Honest, you d- you Sorry did for the, being no, honest, your, bro. Your honesty is what makes the story great because I'm not. So I'm not playing like Z morning zoo fucking like shock like whoa get whoa, a load of this guy. You, no. whoa man I don't know that's stepping over the line what do you think give us a call now I'm not playing. Devil's advocate, like, wow, that's crazy, Rich. What are you, some sort of fucking maniac? I'm just saying that's a bold <laughs> admission to make when you're there with your wife. Whoa! <laughs> you know, like, I, I think that's one of those things that deserves, like, a, 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 like, your wife throws her shoe at you for saying something like that. Because throughout the class, what are you thinking the whole time? If you want to be so honest. The, the whole class, I was like, oh, she's got a nice butt. No, he, was, you, th- he was thinking. I, and would this, you I, like that? He was thinking this position. Actually, exactly. I can't do this. Actually, you know, what, you know what I was thinking the whole time? I was thinking like, oh, my God, I'm so inflexible. The whole time I'm doing yoga with, next to Spot, and I'm like, man, Spot was even saying how he was feeling like. Oh, I'm super tight. He, he couldn't even do these stretches anymore. They're like, and I, and I kept looking around because I'm like, every time they call it a position, I have to look at what someone else is doing because I don't know what that means. So. I just, I, you listen, know what? I was, I'm going to take yoga honest. spot. Sorry, you want to jump back in yoga? But you need to brush up, dude, brush up on your Sanskrit. Don't apologize to me. Apologize to your wife's ass. Yeah. Because oh. that, that should always take can precedence. You call, can you call her ass back in? I want to apologize to it, too. Sarah! Um, I'm taking yoga moving forward from my back. It's been recommended, and there's girls with tight yoga butts. So let's yeah. do it. Yeah. I can't wait till the studio is open again. Need tight yoga I'll ass. do it with you, Spot. And they'll all be wearing serious, masks, so I'm, it doesn't I'm matter how they look. I, I'm moving to your I know. So uh, Spot's got a new yoga buddy when it starts again. I'm serious because that'll limber me up some. And uh, Rich says there's fun things to look at, so whatever. I mean. But this, the, the rule is, the rule of Tom Thumb is, like, you don't make it obvious that you're staring at other women in the presence of your woman. Right? You try to be discreet about it. I'm not mad at you for being honest. I think it's great. I think what you're saying, there's a lot of truth behind it. 
I think that fitness should be the priority a lot of times, but a lot of times that choice is made on the hey, is that person fun to look at or not? Like I'm sure I attracted like all like the uh you know, the uh frumpy moms that wanted like the big Wait, what, what you, the big chubby guy at, no, uh, to teach them I was yoga. Say all the bigfoot hunters. Oh, all the bigfoot you, hunters. You ever see the whole world of fitness on Instagram? And all the guys that love bears. All the, all the girls and guys that are sponsored by big clients on social media. Are big they, clients. Are they are they fitness instructors first or models first? Oh. Probably fitness instructors. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying when you think about it, Models when you see some girl vague. being like, "Here's," when you're saying, "Here's," when some girl's saying, "Here's my new squat exercise," and, like training. Come on. Yeah, but what I'm saying, spot is, guess what? Fitness trainer ends up being the most successful, the one with a great ass, or the guy with ripple pecs. Oh yeah, my guy's Come got on. ripple pecs. Use your fucking sense. So all I said was I was on the fence about taking a yoga class, and I no. I, I leaned so you're to take me, it because so of you're that. telling me now you only went because she had the physical attributes that you respected in order <laughs> to take that class. You were full of fucking donkey shit. Uh, you hear you, this? Is that would you say malarkey? I'm I didn't know. I didn't know if she was qualified. Then when I thought she was physically fit, then of course no. I would take the class. No, that's not what you're I said at all. Here. What I said that's, was that's exactly what, I, what no. you said. No, I'm saying I'm saying look at all the, even the qualified people online. I dude, I'm not saying I took a class because someone's qualified. I'm saying look online though, look on social media, and of all the fit quote fitness people out there. The ones that get the millions of views are the good-looking people. So the whole fitness world is related to looks. The most popular yoga instructor or CrossFit person or Orange Theory class or yeah. uh, you know boxing seminar. Uh, to, be, to be truthful, I think, minus uh, Chris Pasio because we like CPAS, most of these people are way too full of themselves. <laughs> I'm serious. Hey, I mean, who has buddy, that much Chris time? Passio, our buddy Chris Pasio is doing like a, a, his, a fitness training thing now, one of our listeners, yeah. CPAS. Yeah, that's what he does. He's a good-looking he's guy. He's And he's a good-looking guy. You see but his you advertisement? Do you, think, do you think he would put an advertisement to, to on, his, route, on his social you gotta media? Be, you got to be way into yourself for that. You think, you think he would put not attractive people on his fitness app ads that he has? I mean, I think he's great. I think he's the best, and I think maybe he has more to offer than... The average fitness. You're just saying that because you know him. That's stupid. Don't you're saying that because you know him. Truthfully, you know. he's putting good-looking people on his ads. I'm not denying that. What I'm denying is you gawking at other ass when your wife is right there. I have to. And would I call you out nationally? No, but we're doing a radio show where I know other people have to be thinking that. So I'd be foolish to not acknowledge it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I guarantee. I haven't read any feedback, but I can only imagine that's everyone's first thought. You know? And it's an interesting. (laughs) Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Doesn't your dad only watch TV shows with attractive people? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Rich was doing that John Travolta, like. Oh, uh, the thrust. Yeah, when when he's with, with Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. I always forget the name of that movie. Rich, yeah, can we post that? Because that's Rich doing yoga. Archie Jamie, John oh, Travolta way, tri- thrusting. Travolta, Travolta thrusting. Jamie Lee Curtis. It's uh, it's better though when someone put. Have you seen someone put Trump's face on that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Trump but thrusting. Rich, do I blame you? Yeah. Meaning like 
you know, your thought process and do I respect your honesty and do I understand where you're coming from? Yes, I'm not being that Z-morning jerk-off who's just, Whoa! Man, I can't get a load of this guy. I mean, really? Whoa! (laughs) Seriously? Give us a call, man. There's no way anyone agrees with this guy. Give us a call now. I'm not doing that. I agree with you. I get it. I'm just surprised that you would take this approach. But you got to respect the 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 honesty. Eight six six nine six nine nineteen sixty nine. But I, here's where I am disgusted that you would even gawk at that when you got that behind you. Yeah, and I'm not I saying mean, that that strange isn't always intriguing. But what I'm saying is, I saw a picture of this girl, and your wife's ass is is three times as the size of that. And I don't mean yeah, but, that in a bad way. Yeah, but Sarah, do I give your ass enough attention? No. I do. I do. I give you. I give your butt plenty <laughs> no. of attention. Negative attention. No, not negative, negative attention. attention. <laughs> Sarah, I'd like to step in and offer my attention for your butt. You know what? Today we celebrate Sarah's ass. Yeah. But that would be that would be. T- oh, today's Sarah's ass, ass cla- day. That's her ass. Okay. Clapping. You know what? I'll I'll I'll, I'll post a picture of uh, my wife's asses and I'll no, no, Sarah's no, ass. No, 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 no. See, you're just trying to score points. You know, you took yeah. a class not for Sarah. But that would be like. So I think someone said it. That would be like. Me getting mad if Sarah was watching some hunky repair guy at our new house. Oh. You, if I did that, if you caught me doing that, you would... I would roll my eyes and make fun of you. No, 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 no. You would try to demand him in other ways. You'd be like, well, I bet he's not funny. I bet he's not this. Like, you you would try to find other ways to make you better in in that aspect. It's possible. Yeah, I wouldn't like it either. I wouldn't like it. I'm like, yeah, yeah but if you I, want a guy with plumber's ass? Fucking go, go live with Joe the plumber then. I'm sure he's around. Yeah, but I mean, plumbers make good money. I, I mean, but I, I, you know, I would take. I would be a little offended if it was made that obvious. I would be a little offended. Yeah, but but we're honest here. Men on the and radio. women, men, men and women both choose people like that based on looks. Whether it's <laughs> fitness, you, hold on. Speaking of but, looks, I'm yeah. sorry. Your little kid looks so much fucking like you. It's hysterical. I'm looking at beef beefball ball. Ben Triple B. He looks just like you, and he won't shut up. He's just like Dad. Listen to him. Yeah. Hey, p- pipe down, kid. We're on the radio. He agrees. Yo, he looks just like you, dude. What do we, what do you not see? I don't see. He's it. more, of, he's more of a boob guy, though. The, he's more of a boob guy. Look at this guy. He's so beef cute. Ball. Hey, Ben. Beefball. Beef the beefball. Rich's beefball. Right, beef Rich ball. is live from Texas right now. Spot and I are in L.A. It's Thursday. Cavino and Rich live. He looks just like you, dude. Check out Sarah. Bye, bro. Sarah. Sarah, bye, Sarah. Yeah. She's got that stonky, bro. Yeah, she does. That stonky. Yeah, she does. I, she's got a toilet, yo. I, I, yo, is her middle name Kohler, bro? <laughs> she's got a toilet. But I constantly am grabbing and complimenting and slapping my wife's ass, which is why, and I give her plenty hey, of attention, which I is why, care. and affirmation, I gotta, which, I gotta which, by the way, on is why. of what everyone's thinking. Yeah. Do what you want. Yeah, but isn't it clear that I'm doing something right to offset this? Come on. Right. Uh, I mean, Feedback, you must be. phone calls. You must be because uh, I, I'm, I think I take such a nicer approach in life, and I deal with nothing but, like I said, headaches. So I, I don't know how you get away with these things. All right, 866-969-1969. Let's talk to Alan. You know what it is, Rich? You know what it is? I, I, I've learned something real quick. You know what it is? Rich can get away with things like this. Don't know why, don't know how. He must be offsetting it somehow the right way. 
or he made great choices. Guys like me, it's called the quicksand theory. You know what the quicksand theory is, Rich? Um, the quicksand theory. If you move, too no, but much, I'd love to hear it. I'm, I, I mean, I, I I was trying to think when of something funny. When you try too hard, you sink. Oh, when you try too hard, you sink. There you go. And it's like the Alex Rodriguez theory. That when he sense. was in the postseason, he was gripping the bat so tight he always struck out because he was trying too hard to be the guy. In life, I try so hard to be good and to do the right thing. I'm sinking because I'm in quicksand. It's the quicksand theory. I'm trying. I'm cognizant of I'm not going to do that and make my girlfriend or wife feel inferior or insecure because I'm staring at someone else's ass and do that in front of her. You know, that would be wrong. Oh, I'm not. Why would I do that? In fact, I'm going to overcompensate and be extra nice to my girl in this scenario so that she doesn't even. I'm, in fact, I'm going to ignore the fucking yoga instructor so that she wouldn't think there was even a possibility. I'm overthinking things, struggling in quicksand, therefore sinking. You're, I don't give a fuck. You're just laying there looking at ass, and you're fine in the quicksand. When you try too hard oh, in I'm life. In, oh, I'm in, I'm in quicksand. I didn't even notice. You sink. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and and it comes down to a little bit of that. And Rich's approach works. So think and say what you want. I mean, I'm not, giving you not, credit. Not for, not for everyone. I'm just saying, I guess, you know, it's, you, you got to know who you're with, and you got to know how you handle your personal business, I guess. Who we got, Spot? Yeah, you, you handle that business. Yeah, you do. Alan in Pensacola. What's up, Alan? Hey, what's up, Mr. Davis, Mr. Gavino, and Spot? So check this out. Hey. I actually, in my in my undergrad, I would go, you know, if it was, especially if it was a morning class, I would go check out <laughs> the other girls in class. And a lot of that, I mean, if it wasn't good-looking girls in that class, I would basically say to myself, I'm not waking up for this. I'm not making I'm going to reschedule or pull a different elective or pull a different core class. It was largely due to the good-looking girls in class or not. I don't know if that was an artifact of being at a big school or what, but, man, that was a big deciding Yo, factor for me. Wait, wait, Dude, what, Alan, what class had the hottest you. girls? <laughs> Alan, Alan, let me tell you something. This is something that I used to talk about back in my New York days when I lived in New York City. Perfect. And people could deny it. You can deny it, but you're fucking lying. You could deny it, but you're lying. <laughs> if, you th- if you say that men... Don't choose their subway car or their train car based on if there's a good-looking girl in that car. If you're if you're saying you don't, you just arbitrarily get in a subway car. You're lying. If the fucking hot girl walks in the subway car, you'll walk in that one. You, it's it's how people operate. Don't make it seem like that's not true. Like it's like a no, weird no, no, no. eye rolling. We, bro, we you followed not, you followed girls. We agree you with the nice ass. You followed the nice ass. I'm not saying ass. you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong at all. I'm not. I want to make that very clear. Yo, guess what? What's the first question that guys ask, right, Kavino, when their buddies go out to a bar? Yo, are there hot girls there? Are there hot girls there? Why are we acting like, uh, why are we acting like uh, with our fucking head in the clouds? Like, where hot girls are isn't how every business works, how every bar, club, restaurant. Hey, why is the good looking girl the hostess? That's weird. Like, I mean, it's it's how it is. So to say that someone would take a class or a fitness thing based on how good looking the person is, yeah, I agree. I, I uh, I'm a bit much. I'm just being honest. You're a bit overboard. Yeah, you're a bit am, overboard. And for the sake of radio, you you bring up a solid point. Um, you should you just deserve to get a you know hit over the head with a shoe for admitting that. I think <laughs> shoe. I think you deserve I, I, that listen, much. Listen, and and also it's my my wife. 
knows who she married, and I and that doesn't mean I should be disrespectful, but she no. knows you know that what? No, I, the, the 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 theory is just stop caring. Don't don't fucking drown in quicksand. Be like Rich and just fucking float there. <laughs> Everything will be just fine. That's really it. That's the moral of the story I got. Float in quicksand. I, I, no, honest to God, I, I'm living my life not caring anymore. Okay. Yeah, because it works for Rich. What's up, Cliff? Georgia. But the other side of that, Kavino, is that you gotta you gotta go above and beyond and do all the little things that you don't like to do sometimes, like the cheesy stuff. Mm, cheesy. Yeah, there's got to be a balance. I agree. What's up, Cliff? Hi, guys. Good morning. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Yeah, like me, for instance, me and my wife have been together for 15 years. And normally she's the one that points out the hot chick or whatnot. Um, you know, that's just the way me and her are. You know, I mean, I, I won't admit it. You know, like, the only reason why I took this time is, yeah, because the chick was hot. I wouldn't openly admit it like Rich, but the thing that's funny is he admittedly said it at the beginning of the conversation. He's like, yeah, I didn't want to do it at first, but, yeah, she was hot, so, yeah, I'll do it. But then you I guys mean, start calling him out yeah. on it. He backpedals so A hundred percent. If no, you listen I, back, I, I'm yeah. Not deni- I'm not, but I'm not denying it. I'm telling you. I'm oh. telling you why oh. I took it. And I'm, I'm, what I'm saying Peloton is practice. I was – I was on the fence. The whole I was I was on the fence, and then if I I, I was to- totally honest, if she was not attractive, I would have said, "Nah, I'm going to sit and have a cup of coffee." Truth, truth. Nothing wrong with that. Truth, truth, truth. All right. Um, hey, you know what? At least you were motivated. However, the motivation to do yeah. yoga and uh, stretch out your limbs. Yeah, it was hard. And by the way, you know what we got out of that yoga class, Kavino? Boners. <laughs> Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. If his name isn't something from Spartacus, I don't know what is. Let's welcome <laughs> the prophet, the man. I'm such a fan of this guy, Marcus Lemonis. Yeah. What's up, guys? What's up? Marcus, hey, can I just first compliment you on such a powerful name? It just is one of the greatest names that commands respect like instantly. You don't even know what my middle name is. Are you ready? I can't wait. <laughs> it's Anthony. Oh, that's my middle name. And I get no respect. So Marcus Anthony it even feels more, I don't know, we're ready to kick someone's, uh, whatever we're allowed to say on here. You yeah, you can say, say whatever you want, man. Say it all. And I got to tell you, no bullshit. Uh, Rich and I have been big fans of what you do for a long time. I'm a big fan Thank of the profit. Congratulations on the, you know, the Lemonade Foundation. I know you just yep. donated 15, 50, 50, not 15, $50 million to your own foundation. Damn. We're going to talk about that. But my first stupid question before we talk small business and everything else, you're a big business guy. When you have to move, because I moved. I'm delirious right now because I moved, and it took me all day, and I haven't slept a wink. Are you in a situation where you don't lift a finger? Marcus Lamontis oh, no. has – really? Okay. I imagine people do everything for you. I don't you want anybody because... touching my shit. I, oh, I, I, Okay. No, but I will say this. When I do move, and I did move recently, I decided to move to the city of Chicago when everybody was leaving because of all the, you know, all the unrest that was happening down there. My wife and I decided to leave the suburbs where it was what everybody called safe. Right. And we decided to move to the city because she said to me, we can't be the people that abandon places. We got to go where everybody wants to leave. And so we sold our house, but we did sell it furnished. And we told the guy, like, we don't even care if you just take our stuff. 
we don't want to pack anything. We just want to like take our clothes and leave. <laughs> that's awesome. And by the way, you know that that whole lifestyle. That's the goal. Like you know. I, I know you're a, you're, a, you're a humble guy, man, but those are the life goals for people, like to buy fully furnished houses. Because you know when we hear about stuff like that? When we hear about athletes moving to a different city, right, Rich? Like, yeah, that's our- the only thing. You, like, oh, they moved in and everything was there. Right. That is, well, that's the, the one thing. But wait, Rich, the reason it's there is because, first of all, they're probably going to get traded in the next four <laughs> weeks. So they don't want to have yeah. to keep moving their stuff. I right. think they think about it that way. No, I, th- I think about that a lot of times. You, you buy a place and – you realize you're spending all your money on the renovations or doing everything. And you're like, Oh shit, I got to furnish this place now. And then you're like, Oh yeah, that's going to, that's tens of thousands of dollars. If you want it to look right. So that's, that's what I'm thinking about right now. Am I- it helps when you own a furniture company. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess true. so. Right. Hey, you got any cool guy discounts for this guy who just moved? <laughs> uh, you know what, Marcus, I, my next question has to do with the move as well. You know, the guys are moving my stuff and they see a lot of TV equipment, radio equipment, things like that. So, you know, they think that I got money. You know, I don't, right? <laughs> I'm a baller on a budget. Um, I'm, I'm doing well, but not good where they could take advantage of this guy. So when you're Marcus Limonis and you're the prophet and, and you are very successful, do you have to gauge where people are trying to, like, highball you a little bit with things like that because they think that you're going to overpay? Here's the thing that's actually interesting you say that. Uh, I actually think people do do that. I actually think that the quote that I get uh, usually will depend on the neighborhood that you live in, which is total bullshit, but right. it happens. Mm-hmm. And then they and then they really, um, I think they really charge you based on what they think you'll do and if you're not paying attention. And, you know, that's a big problem for me because I, it really starts to uh, question how people treat other people that maybe do, look like they don't have money. Exactly. And are they getting are they getting mistreated? And that's part of why I started, you know, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now is we just need everybody to treat everybody with some level of normalcy. And because I have a little bit of cash doesn't mean you should charge me more. And because somebody else looks like they don't have cash doesn't mean that you should have that Julia Roberts moment where they don't give her service because she's wearing, you know, <laughs> big mistake. Net stockings. Huge, huge, big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> huge mistake. Huge, huge mistake. Huge. Now, I, I, I wonder about that with uh my wife and I constantly have that battle. Like if we go somewhere to buy something or look at a house or meet with a contractor or do something, I'm like, do we drive our, do we not drive our nicer car there? Because I wonder if those little things matter. It's like, we're meeting with the contractor. Do, do, do we take the, do Dress we take down. the BMW yeah. or do we take the Honda? Right. Does that even matter? And which one? And which one do you take? I would say take the Honda. She, and she's like, yeah, but the one car is blocking the other. I'm like, you may have just fucked us. <laughs> We may have just, we may, the, the bid that we're about to get may allow us to buy another car if we just show up in the beat up Honda. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Shit. It's, it's funny that it works that way. Hey, it's Marcus. Uh, Marcus, the prophet, the Lemonade Foundation, all this stuff going on, his podcast that we're going to talk about. What's it like to be in a meeting with the great Marcus Anthony Limonis? I imagine that you're like a cutthroat business dude. You didn't get here by mistake. I know you, dude, no. you seem like a really cool guy, and I, I watch you on TV yeah. all the time, but no? Well, then what's the secret to your success? I think there's a couple things, right? One is I try to dress – this is going to sound odd, but I would encourage people to think about it. I try to dress in a way that actually makes other people more uncomfortable. So I think a lot about the place that I'm going and who I'm meeting with and how I'm going to dress. And uh, it happens to be Friday. And so I'm wearing like an off-white hoodie sweatshirt, which you would not expect uh, to wear to a meeting. And I'm going to a banking meeting later. And I try to really (laughs) dumb everything down and be as casual as I can be so that people don't. I never wear a suit and tie ever. 
It's just not something that I do. And when I go to a meeting, I really try to just uh, uh, maybe almost connect with the what, what some people would say would be the least important person in the room. I don't like, uh, I typically don't like CEOs. They're not my friends. I think they get paid way too much. I'm a public company CEO. I take no pay, zero, nothing. And so I like being the opposite of what everybody expects me to be. And that's been a bit of a formula thing for me. Some people think it's bullshit. Um, it's sort of who I am. Uh, but I try to not go into a meeting and be the smartest guy in the room. It's just there's no benefit to it. I mean, I would assume you're you're a no bullshit kind of guy. I never got that vibe ever. I am. I am to a degree. Right. But you do have to come into any meeting, regardless of what you're doing. And you have to have a level of knowledge and authority about the topic because you don't want to get laughed out of the room and you want to you want to be relatable, but credible. And there's that fine balance there. I, I want to know one more thing before we talk about what's going on nowadays. Yeah. You know, tell us growing up, man, were you always this sort of guy, this business dude and looking to invest in businesses and save businesses and make money and you know, what were you like? Because you seem like a like a regular guy. You know, we were talking yeah. you know, football a minute ago, you know. Yeah, I mean, as a kid, as a kid, I really was the awkward kid in the room. Uh, no friends. Uh, I, I'll give you a little darkness uh, on this Friday. Um, but, you know, attempted suicide twice, had an eating disorder, was molested by a family member, didn't have any friends. Um, and business was a way for me to sort of, uh, it was a coping mechanism because I was always really good at math. I was always really good at like one plus one. And as a kid, I used to take the city bus uh, to to the school that I went to, and I used to walk by a 7-Eleven every single day, and I would go in with whatever change I had, and I would buy candy, and I would resell it to the kids. And I didn't resell it to make money. I resold it to try to gain some acceptance from other kids because I thought if I was the candy dealer, right, which is the equivalent of being a drug dealer at 30, <laughs> if I was the candy dealer to the kids in the class, would I get some cool points? And it never really happened, but I started to realize that I like the I like the fact that business made me feel relatively normal. Oh, wow, that's a, I did the same thing by yeah, the way. I, I bought a. I used to buy blow pops and sell them. You could because you could buy a box of blow pops for nine dollars, and if you sold them for a quarter each, it would be twenty five dollars. There was a hundred. I was Jolly Rancher. I was the Jolly Rancher dealer. <laughs> I was the Jolly Rancher. That's but the way to do I, it. I do wonder, Marcus, when you see people struggling. Obviously, everyone goes through their ups and downs. Yeah. Is there always a way to make money? Do you when someone's like, I can't, uh, you know, I'm I'm broke. I can't make money. A guy like you, do you think, man, there's there's a ton of ways to make money. You're just not thinking. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I always tell people if I lost everything tomorrow, I'd go sell cars. And so what we want people to do is I can't make money because my business isn't making money. It sounds like you need to get a second job because you got to pay your bills. We're not just going to give you a handout. And what I really want people to do is I'm a capitalist, but I'm a really a conscious capitalist. And people think they know my political affiliation. I want people to work. OK, that's all I want you to do. And if you work and you hustle yeah, it maybe isn't going to be awesome today, but you're going to build respect from others and more importantly, build respect from yourself. You get a lot of people that just want people to give them stuff. And yeah. I'm just not down with that. Right. I just, I don't, I don't care who you are. I'm not just going to give you stuff. Marcus, yeah, I agree. How do, you get your, how do you get the most out of the people that work for you? Like, obviously you lead by example, but what sort of advice would you give uh, small business owners? And I mean, even us, uh, you know, how do we get our producer to step it up? <laughs> well your what? producer has to what? feel well your producer that's a, i mean i don't know who your producer is i don't know if they want to chime in but they, are they any good at what they do oh he's the best I yeah like, i like to think that i am he looks like yukon cornelius there he is <laughs> i like to think i'm pretty good 
and and so if you really thought about it, and we'll use you guys in this example. Let's sure. say that there was two owners and your producer was the manager of your business. The manager really has to feel like he's not an employee. And that's a really big thing. You want them to wake up in the morning and think about that business as if it's as, as if it's their own. And you find a lot of owners don't want to give equity to their employees. And they say, oh, look, it's my business. I own it. At the end of the day, you have to say to yourself, is it better for me to own 90% and have my manager who feels like he's a partner in the deal? He's not going to hose me. He's not going to have a side hustle. He's not going to do stupid stuff. And is 90% going to be worth more with his head or her, or her head in the game than 100% would have been without him? That's and great. that's the real challenge that people have. And I, I think about my public company today. I have 37 million shares uh, out of 88, and but my employees have 3 million. That's important for them to feel like they're working of for course. something, not for someone. Well, how do you weed out the people that aren't pulling their weight then? What is your tolerance level? Do you try to uh, encourage them or do you just immediately dismiss them? When you see there's a lot of laziness going on in today's world, you know, so how do you handle that? I allow the hunger games to exist. So their other, pe- their other fellow employees will take them out. I don't have to. And, and when you bring people under the tent and they feel like they're partners in the deal, and I use that word a lot with people, uh, they'll, the hunger games kicks in and they weed out the people that aren't carrying the weight because they say, man, you're, you're, brother, you're taking a check and you're not contributing anything. I think, I think we're going to vote you off the island. I don't have to. Partners in the deal. Gotcha. Like hey, let me, let me ask you this. When people are wanting to start businesses, what do you advise people that want to go into business with family? Well, I never want people to go into business with family because it, it usually businesses don't work out. The success rate of a business is pretty low. It's maybe 25 or 30%. And so you got to go in with the understanding that it's going to go bad. And I remember I got involved. I helped a friend of mine from high school open up his own business because he didn't like his job. I lost a million bucks and I lost a friend, period. I remember when my dad used to work for me. And, you know, I'm sure my dad's a nice guy. I love him to death. I don't like him, but I love him. And I, I I couldn't work with him anymore. And so I've seen too many examples where a relationship is too close to the fire just becomes a problem. There are going to be situations where you're going to put your mom on payroll just because you love your mom and you want her to get a check. But you're also not going to expect her to do anything. And I'm cool with that kind of stuff. (laughs) But it's it's never a good idea. Doesn't work. Good time to open a business, by the way. It, it is, is, yeah. Right now? Yeah. I think so. Now, what about the uh what what about the guy who says, I'm gonna I'm gonna franchise, I'm gonna open something. Do we always have to keep in mind that if you're a hustler and a hard worker and it, the people that you hire are maybe not gonna match your enthusiasm and that's something people don't account for. You could say, Hey, I'm gonna franchise a yogurt shop or a subway sandwich place, but you're thinking, I got the work ethic, but you're gonna be hiring some teenage kids and part time workers and you can never get them to care the way you do. In a weird way, a franchise concept is actually the best kind of business for a unsophisticated investor to get involved because you you have to assume, assuming that it's a good concept, that that company has already sort of vetted out everything. They've thought about everything that's going to work and everything that's not going to work, and they understand the infrastructure. And the hardest part about starting a business is, do I have a plan? Do I know what I want to do? Do I know how to open up my business? Do I know how to find stuff? And most people don't, not because they're not smart, but because they haven't been given the opportunity to learn. And so a franchise is an accelerator. And I really uh, encourage minorities and women to look at franchise concepts because they haven't necessarily been given the same opportunity to learn. And they're going to ride somebody else's coattail and then be able to draft off of that success. 
Marcus, you're saying right now is a great time to start a business, maybe invest in a business, especially small businesses. That's really the cause right now. But how do you find the right product or business when it seems like everything's been done? Like, what do you look well, everything for? Ha- yeah, everything hasn't been done. And the reason I tell people it's a good time to start a business is, you know, all of us, even just the three of us, plus everybody that's listening, is, is their life is different. You're eating differently. You're wearing different things. You're, 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 you're transacting differently. You're ordering differently. Your technology's different. And I think right now there's this wide open window that things that existed historically, um, unfortunately, restaurants are a big part of that, but things that existed historically just aren't going to be the same. They're just not. And all that really happened was technology got accelerated. It isn't, isn't like it all of a sudden just popped up. It got accelerated. I would not go open up a business by renting a retail store um, on you know some street. I wouldn't go do that right now. Uh, I, I'm finding that I'm, I'm meeting a lot of women who have good crafty ideas or mompreneurs that have good ideas. Um, and the answer isn't like, oh, let's go get masks. Everybody's doing a mask, right? Right. Uh, but there's 300 million people in America. Everybody has to wear a mask or should wear a mask. I don't want to get into that debate. Um, and you don't want one. And so there's a business there. But what other things exist? Cleaning services, disinfectants, delivery services, uh, uh, transport drivers, uh, distribution center workers. There's just so many different things that are that are out there. And I don't know that we're talking enough about that. Hey, Marcus, uh, back in, you know, March, uh, you know, February, March, when everything started to go bad, I, I feel like I'm not the only one that had, I guess, the wrong mindset where I, when the market took a shit, I jumped in. I made some. I made some money, but I, I pretty much banked on companies to bounce back a little bit, like they did. But what I ignored was like Zoom, DocuSign, all these. Were a lot of people not thinking that this could be like a permanent change in the way we live? Like I feel like people are assuming, like, oh yeah, things will be back to normal. Are we forever changed from a business standpoint? Like you were just saying. I think so. I wouldn't want to be in the commercial real estate market right now where you have offices and and office parks of that nature. I think we've all learned that I don't need to get on a plane to do a meeting. I don't have to have a conference call. I could actually see somebody's face and I'm cool with people working from home to a degree, Mm -hmm. to a degree. But I think technology, yes. Uh, But other things will come back to normal. And you're seeing it when you watch NFL games and people are going back into the stands and people are still going to drink beer and they're still going to They still want to go out to dinner and have a date or take their mom for Mother's Day. Those things are still going to exist. The thing that scared me the most is, uh, you know, my primary business is in the RV business. And when COVID first hit and things were locking down, my stock went from like uh, 18 or something to $3. And uh, I was the only person that was like, I don't understand what's happening. My business isn't bad. Uh, And then in a matter of months, as uh, everybody wanted to own an RV, the stock went to $42. And so it's a little, it's a little hard to predict. I think the market we're living in now is not a market that any unsophisticated person should invest into because it's unpredictable. You don't, you don't know. Like, I don't know. Are we going lockdown again? Who's going to win the election? Is there going to be more unrest? There's just too many variables that I would say to people is put your money in the account. Don't spend money on things you don't need. Uh, uh, sell things that you can sell and just hoard cash, build as much cash as you can right now. Um, Marcus, I don't know if you know, there's a motivational speaker guy, Gary Vaynerchuk. Do you know Gary V? 
Sure, I've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I always wonder when it comes to entrepreneurs and, and motivational guys. Do you, do you guys all like shit on each other, like each other? Are there are there some people that you think are uh, you know spewing good info, and others that you that you just think are uh, poorly motivating a younger generation? I'm gonna without picking a particular person. I'm just gonna bifurcate the groups. Uh, there are people that put their money where their mouth is, and they share knowledge and they own and run businesses, and they give to their employees and to the community. Mark Cuban's a great example. Coolest fucking guy ever. Has a definite, excuse me, coolest guy ever. Has a definite point of view. Uh, But he's genuine in his point of view. And he'll tell you exactly where he stands. But Mark will roll up his sleeves and work. And he gives people things. He doesn't take things. Then there's another group of people that call themselves business experts, And they may have invested, Angel invested in a few technology deals that worked. So that makes them good investors. But when you start selling people things like selling them a ticket to your conference or selling them a ticket to your website or selling them a ticket to knowledge and you're charging people who we know can't afford it, it starts to really piss me off. Wow. And so part of the reason that I launched this learning center and spent a million bucks and I'm going to spend 10 million more uh, building it, growing it and pushing it is because people can't afford to pay to learn. It's We're dealing with student debt that's crippling. We're dealing with too much. And so I, I, I don't like when people give knowledge but charge for it. It's really interesting because I, I never really even thought of it that way. So I'm, I'm interested to hear your perspective here. But since we're talking a little smack, can you kick Mr. Wonderful's ass or not? I want to know. <laughs> I don't know what business Mr. Wonderful owns, but I will tell you a quick story. I'll tell you a quick story. Um, and I, I think he's a really smart guy. He yeah. understands the, the bond market and the debt market. He understands those kind of things. He doesn't understand the small business market. And right. I will tell him to his face, he doesn't understand it uh, because he doesn't roll up his sleeves and really understand what the underpinnings are. And I know he's on Shark Tank and I know he's invested in certain deals through royalties. But him and I are in the same deal together, except I'm actually an equity holder of the business. And he's a, he's a licensee of a business and so in the same exact deal. And so while he may be a great promoter, I want him to take his black suit off and his black tie off and his white shirt off, which seems to be the same outfit and come work with me. But I will say this, he is a very, very smart guy. Yeah. Very smart. And he plays a mean guitar. Have you ever seen him on guitar? Talented guy. Mean guitar. Yeah. And 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 if you wanted if you wanted information on the credit market or the debt market or the bond market, great resource. If you want information on how to start a small business from them, no. Hey Marcus, what's your secret talent? Uh my secret talent. Yeah. Uh I can put my legs behind my head. <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to see that. I'm not sure if you're you wearing, I'm not sure if you're you. wearing pants right now. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh... Is it? Oh my god! Oh, he's wearing oh. pants. Now. All right, he's about cool. to take them off. Hey, you know, small business is your thing, and it's struggling right now. It's a great time to start one. You, you said that before. What were to ha- what were to happen if they just continued to close down? Like what happens with all these stores in the future if things keep going down this road of everyone shopping online and not even going to the store and small supporting small businesses? What happens to that real estate? I I, I hate to say this, but I think it's happening. Yeah. And know, it's going to continue and it's going to continue to happen. I think you're going to see another twenty to thirty percent of small businesses go away. And unfortunately, COVID was the accelerator. It wasn't the reason. 
the businesses that, that you see surviving are the ones that kept their cash, didn't have a lot of debt, took care of their customers, and their product was relevant. The ones that are going away are the ones on the edge. And I'm very scared, genuinely scared and very sad about what we're seeing happen. And so what drove us, my wife and I, to put $50 million on the table is that we're looking at uh, uh, women and minorities that are trying to get into business or trying to keep their doors open. And they're not afforded the same opportunity. And I would, I would uh, battle this till my death that the, the, the finance community, the investment community, the angel investor community does not look at women and minority businesses the same way. And they may create a little set, a subset of their fund to make themselves feel good by saying, we're going to invest in those women businesses, or we're going to invest with those, um, those, the black people or right. the, the brown people. We're going to do that. And I really think that once and for all, I've decided to pivot my whole mission in life to kicking the door down for those businesses that uh, are plenty qualified. In fact, most of those folks that I'm referring to are smarter than the three of us combined, but they maybe weren't given the same opportunity and it's enough is enough is enough already. It's enough. And, and you're making it happen, man. And uh, guys, it's called the Lemonade Foundation. He pledged $50 million of his own money towards the foundation, all about supporting small businesses. You know, and I know it's not a- about your ego or anything like that, but it's got to feel good that you could donate $50 million and that you're making a difference. And, and I'm sure a lot of headaches come along with that sort of money. So let it, you know. It, 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 you know, but it, do, it does feel good. Right. Um, and I would not, I would not be lying to you that I definitely, um, uh, I definitely will beat on my chest one time because I worked my ass off to build that money Hell to yeah. be able to do it. And I do feel pretty good about it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do. It does make me feel, doesn't solve all my insecurities, but it does make me feel like, you know, my mom's not with us. I know my mom will be saying, all right, okay, you did something good, kid. Yeah. And I do like that. And my wife's proud of me, and that makes me feel good, too. That's awesome, man. Awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Uh, Let's have a couple a, a couple quick questions, Kavino, because I'm, I'm sure. thinking about uh, – we, we got Marcus Lemonis, the guy that knows more than anyone about business, small business. He's the prophet. Um, I, I went to the mall recently just to take a walk around, threw on the mask, <laughs> and I uh, took a little lap uh, in Sherman Oaks, my hometown, uh, where I live now, and – I saw Old Navy and Victoria's Secret open and everything else seemed to be shut down temporarily or permanently. Are malls a thing of the past and shopping centers? I think they are. I think indoor shopping uh, centers that don't have something experiential with them. And when I talk about experiential, you think about some of the successful ones where you can go there and there's music and there's food and there's bars and there's movies and it's interactive and there's housing and there's offices. Mm-hmm. I think these multi-use properties, like I know of one in Ventura, uh, Oxnard area, where there's like this outdoor space or there's in Santa Monica, there's outdoor space. I think you have to have something interactive. When we were kids, we would go to the mall with our mom and we would walk like to go to the Gap and get some shoes and the mall would be busy on a Saturday and we'd go to the food court and get waffle fries. The, <laughs> the days of that are just over for a lot of reasons. And I think COVID accelerated it. But what accelerated it more is the, is the repurposing of that real estate. We're talking about like 50 acres of asphalt with like old buildings. Those aren't going to work and they're going to get torn down. Uh, I would not want to be in the mall business. But this idea that brick and mortar is going away is a fallacy. Because if it was, Amazon wouldn't have bought Whole Foods and they wouldn't be opening up Amazon stores and who knows what they'll buy or do mm-hmm. next. But you got to have everything. You got to have the, the, the entire process, including a website. You can't just be one thing. Uh, we've noticed because we talked to 
all different sorts of people from all over the country, different ages. A lot of people living paycheck to paycheck. We also see younger people, the younger generation, don't give a shit about saving anything. They're living for the now, and they don't care about their future and retirement. Yeah, uh, like, you, Kavino, your, your brother, brother the other day said, 401k, you mean I can't touch it? Fuck that. Like, <laughs> does the younger generation have a dangerous view of how to f- handle their finances? Yeah, what happens there? No, so I actually have a 401k at my company for the 11,000 people, but I don't contribute to it at all as a company. I don't believe in 401ks. Oh, shit. Uh, I think I, I don't believe in them. I believe that we should teach people financial literacy and they should learn how to make their own decisions. And when you put money into a 401k, I understand that a company can contribute to it. But if I save money and my mom gets sick or my child gets sick and I need to access capital to, to solve that problem, I got to pay all these fees and it's, 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 it's very sophisticated and the tax code is sophisticated. What I would rather say to people is let's come up with a plan for you to save and let's figure out why that's important and convince them through education, not through some sort of trap where if you give me money, I'll give you money back. Like, I, don't, I don't understand right. what that is. And I tell my employees all the time, here's why I don't do a 401k. I want you to make as much money in your paycheck as you can. And I want you to have health insurance. What you do with your money is up to you, but I'm going to provide you some sort of platform where you could learn. Maybe you want to invest in real estate. Maybe you want to invest in stock. Maybe you want to invest in a classic car collection. Maybe you want to spend it on whatever you want to spend it on. You got to make your own decisions, but we got to give people the education and the information to make those decisions. And we don't do that today. Let me uh, give you a shout out here. MarcusLimonis.com. I know there's a, a section on your website that helps individuals with this sort of stuff. It's great advice. MarcusLimonis.com at Marcus Limonis. And is this also the, the sort of thing you're going to be discussing on the podcast? I know you had Charles Barkley on. Like, are you just always talking business or, and, and how they got there, what they're doing with their money? What are we learning? So what we're doing up on the podcast is we're celebrating those entrepreneurs that are doing it right. Okay. Not the ones that are not, that right. are struggling. Right. And we want to learn from them. And I think we're, we're learning a lot from like a big public company CEOs and big motivational speakers. But what about the gal that created the tequila brand or the person that created something that solves uh, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder and their business is doing killer? Why don't we want to learn from those people? I want to learn from them. And so we're featuring people that are doing it right. And maybe they're stuck on something and they want some advice. And then I'm bringing in uh, somebody who's done a lot right, like a Charles Barkley or a Nicole Miller or a Martha Stewart or whoever it may be. So they could share a little wisdom. And the, the secret behind the podcast is that the business owner usually tells us the kind of things they're interested in. And we surprise them with sort of a bit of a make-a-wish kind of thing. You know, it's oh, nice. cool. It's uh, available on the Business Learning Center, Marcus Lemonis' podcast. Again, he has the Business Learning Center on his website for information. Um, I want to know, again, because we know you as the prophet. That's, that was my first yep. introduction to Marcus Lemonis. And I'm like, man, this guy's no bullshit. He's the man. This guy's, this guy's got a strut. He knows what he's doing. You know, you come in with a lot of conviction, and, and you've always left an impact. I want to know, you know, from the show or just from life, you always seem to have it together, but what are your biggest failures and, you know, what are some of your bi- biggest successes uh, from that show? I don't, I don't have a, uh, a, a lot of uh, successes that, that quite frankly are worth talking about. I have more failures than I do successes in life. And I know that's hard for people to hear and they sort of scratch their head and they're confused by it. I try a lot of stuff. And essentially what I'm doing is I'm betting on humanity. And sometimes I make a bad bet. 
Sometimes people can fool me by telling me one thing and I buy off on their sob story or I buy off on, you know, the story that they think I want to hear. And I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm a hook line sinker. I get hooked pretty quick yeah. to somebody's story. But my, my theory behind it all is that I wanted kids up today to see that it's okay to take a chance on other people. And it's okay when it doesn't work out. It's okay. Not everything works out. And there's been a lot of successes that have come from the show. And there's been a lot of failures. I've been sued by people that have been on the show saying that, you know, I promised them that they were going to be multimillionaires and it didn't work out. And my response to the, to the judges, I'm sorry, I, I thought they were actually going to show up to work. And the people, mm -hmm. there, there, are, there are the people that want something for nothing. And those are failures. And those are the people that say, Marcus, I just needed a boost. Get out of my way. I got this. And I want the people that say, I just needed help because the three of us at some point in our lives today, before or in the future are going to need a push. We're going to get stuck. Something bad's going to happen. We need people to push us. And that's really all we want to do. We just want to help people. Mark, is there any, uh, any words of wisdom that apply to all these different aspects of your business life? Like, hey, if you're a good person, people want to be Don't around. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an yeah. I feel like that's such a thing you hear a lot. Like people that's don't it. want to deal with assholes, right? I mean, don't be an asshole. And 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 you know this notion that you have to be an asshole to be successful in business is just wrong. Look at Warren Buffett. Could be the nicest man on the planet, soft spoken, until you cross him and he'll cut you. But that's a good Bill Gates, nice guy. Maybe he's tough or maybe he's whatever. But these are people that are giving billions of dollars to feed people to provide technology. If you're not an asshole. Uh, I think the chances of being successful long-term are much better. Let me ask you one last thing uh, about the real estate, because I know you said you were talking about Chicago. When people talk about, hey, is New York City, Chicago, are these cities uh, dead? Uh, do you believe that? And do you think that some of the suburbs, the real estate's really going to pop? Because if people don't have to go to the office as much, you know, Let's say you live further into the valley or let's say you're from New York and you move all the way out to Jersey or Long Island. If you don't have to go to the city or, or your workplace five days a week, will the suburbs become more enticing? I think what's happened is there's definitely on the on the on the uh, residential real estate side, the, the suburban market has exploded. It's up 30, 40 percent from values. And what you're finding is that people that live in downtown Chicago or downtown L.A. or wherever downtown may be, yeah. they don't want to be uh, confined to a concrete jungle during a lockdown. They have kids. They want their kids to see a piece of grass or trees. We're seeing a return to the suburbs. I don't believe that the cities are dead. New York City's not dead. Downtown L.A. is not dead. But I think cities that have a combination of COVID restrictions along with civil unrest, the combination of those two is a recipe that doesn't make for very good soup. And it's a problem. And, and we, we, you know, we, I have a business downtown in Chicago. My wife does a, a retail store. Uh, it's been a challenge. We were looted twice, twice, totally gutted, fire the whole deal. We rebuilt it. We reopened. But when I walk up and down Michigan Avenue in Chicago, I am concerned as a resident and as a business owner that a combination of civil unrest and COVID does not make for a good outcome. And if we don't do something quickly to put money in people's pockets, and I know that's not a political thing for me, this country needs to get this this uh, this um, uh, enhancement approved to get money into people's pockets. Yeah, sure. Is it going to go into people's pockets that maybe shouldn't have it? I guess. I don't have the abacus to figure out who should and who shouldn't have it. But this is the moment in time where I want our national debt. I'm okay with our national debt going up and that cash going into the system because you're going to see people spend it. 
you're going to see that circulate. Yeah. Uh, if you look at credit scores, and I'm sorry to keep going on this, but if you look at no. credit scores, credit scores are up since COVID started because credit card debt is down. We're all not spending the same money that we did before. Right. We're not buying our girlfriends a lot of jewelry. We're not out buying you know a lot of crazy stuff and taking crazy vacations. We're more cash rich than ever before, but there are people that are not. And if we want the entire marketplace to collapse, then we basically stand here and stare at them. We got to put money in people's pockets. We know that there's people that are manipulators and are going to take advantage. We can't make the rules based on the idiots. Speaking of idiots, I have one last dumb question, Marcus, and that's it. <laughs> I promise. Uh, you know, this is all great stuff. The Lemonade Foundation. Let's uh, circulate that money, guys. Let's do the right thing. But, Marcus, do you have a yacht? And tell us the, the coolest vacation spot because yeah, I know you live a great life and we need hopes and goals. I don't have a yacht. Why I do not? have a private plane. Oh, there have, it is. Okay. Awesome. I, I, have one, I have one car. It's a Jeep. But I do have a, a very nice private plane. And the reason that I do uh, is because it was the one thing that I wanted to um, sort of reward myself with. And I travel a lot. And it, it definitely is a perk. And there are times where I'm on the plane and I say to myself, <laughs> okay, yeah. this is like, this is a treat. This yeah. is a gift to myself. And I know that sounds super selfish, but I do... I do definitely enjoy it. And I love taking my godchildren and my friends' kids on it yeah. because then they yeah. say to me, you've you totally effed up my family vacation forever because now my kids say, are we going on, on Uncle Marcus's plane or how's this working? Because I don't want to travel out of America. Well, are we? Yeah. Or are we going on Uncle Marcus's Let's plane? Let's go. Where are we going? I, I'm We're asking going. you. How do we I'll get on? You, I'll call you Uncle Marcus. <laughs> hey, Uncle Marcus, uh, anywhere you want to go, I'm in. Let's do uh, it. We'll go to Cheyenne. We'll go to Cheyenne. I'm not going to be traveling outside the country, and I would strongly right. encourage people not to do that right now. Yeah. Not because of COVID, but because American cities, the smallest ones, the real small, cool cities in Nash near Nashville or in Cheyenne, Wyoming, we need to pour money into this American economy like never before. That's There's right. a lot of cool places to see. Get in your car and go see them. I love it. Hey, Marcus, or an RV. how do you feel how about, about uh, how do you feel about uh, Instagram girls and guys paying seventy five dollars an hour to pose on private planes just for their Instagram page? I think that that world that we're living in historically about being materialistic is going to turn a lot of people off. No one wants to see that shit anymore. You know what? They'd rather see a picture of you on Instagram. Uh, working at a soup kitchen, helping people eat who are dying on the side of the road. That's that's going to be the cool thing for 21, 2021 and beyond. Show me how you're going to be cool by doing things that weren't cool before. That's how you be cool. You do something for somebody else. That's the cool thing. I love it, man. I love it. Let's, thanks let's thanks for your time, man. Hey, your time is you funny. It, we really appreciate it. The Lemonade Foundation. Hit him up at Marcus Limonis, the prophet on the Cavino and Rich Show. Thank you so much, man. We'll see you guys, brother. Be for good. sure. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. Hey, Spotty. What's up? Good morning, man. Hey, bud. Put your uh, coffee over there. It's ready to go. Thanks, bro. Where's Rich at? I, th- I thought he was with you. Oh, I think he, I think he's in your bathroom. Wait, is he taking one of his quick shits again? Spot that doodle shit anywhere. It's Rich. crazy. Rich, Rich, are you shitting again? Give me a second. I'll be right out. <laughs>
Happy Halloween from Kavir and Rich. <laughs> You're listening to the Cavino and Rich Best of the Week podcast. Want to hear more? Tune in to Cavino and Rich live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, and catch them 24-7 on demand with the SiriusXM app. Not a SiriusXM subscriber? Sign up now at SiriusXM.com. Cavino and Rich, only on SiriusXM's Faction Talk 103.